Okay, we're live. How you doing, everybody? And welcome to the John Riley Project. And here's my special guest, Ed Franklin. Yeah, How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me. It's fun. <laughs> this is a good time. So um, I know that... Uh, you know, we were supposed to start at two. We were, we've been chatting and having a little bit of fun here. Before well, it looks we like your Navy guy, you know, is always on time. Yeah. So Pete Neal is there on the live stream somewhere. So um, anyways, uh, yeah, we're going to talk about all kinds of Poway stuff, right? Yeah. Why I not? Mean, you're a longtime Powegian, went to school here. You you know a lot of the political candidates that have been interviewed. Mm -hmm. So we'll maybe talk a little bit of Poway history, maybe a little bit of commentary on what the political season, the changes in Poway, and and then whatever else we get to, right? Sounds great. Okay. So I um, just want to tell the audience that, yeah, this is a live stream. That means you can participate. So um, if you're on YouTube or Facebook, you can just type in your comments and questions. Um, we'll read them on the air and we'll react, you know, just like on a Hacksaw podcast reaction. We'll get back to you and share our thoughts and make this a little bit of a dialogue. So um, for, for those that don't know you, Ed, why, why don't you just introduce yourself and tell us about what you're up to. Well, you know, I was in Poway a long time. I'm actually not in Poway now. I've been out of Poway for about two years, but I'm in Penasquitas. It's like, you know, Poway East, <laughs> if you want to call it that. I uh, moved there in 1974, mm -hmm. went to, uh, to uh, Twin Peaks Middle School, went to Poway High School, went to work very early when I was 16. I graduated a year early from high school and went to work. And um, I ended up Ironically, running the Poway Chamber of Commerce uh, for a couple of years, which was a great time. Got close to the guys in the city, but not too close because we were not a political organization and never wanted to be. So, um, yeah, I mean, I do sales and marketing. I've been, uh, you know, I've rented cranes, sold fans. You know, I've done a lot of technical selling, a lot of consultative selling and things like that. And I started a podcast two years ago mm -hmm. uh, that my daughter encouraged me to do. And then once I met you, you're starting to teach me more about podcasting. So that kind of brings us up. And a funny thing is I listened to Hiram. What was that a couple of weeks ago? Yeah, Hiram Soto. And I told my wife. If I ever listened to another one of these, hit me in the head with a bat because I was so frustrated. <laughs> I was so frustrated and irritated. Uh -huh. And then, lo and behold, I ended up listening to the last three or four that you had. And uh, I mean, it's interesting. I like hearing other people's opinions. I don't always agree with it. I think that you know, it's funny when they say. Um, this is the most ironic thing to me. They go, well, I moved to Poway three years ago because Poway's this great place and it has these parks and all this stuff, but. The city council's horrible, and I'm like, well, how do you think all this stuff came about? You know, over the last <laughs> yeah. twenty and thirty years, right, somebody right. was doing some work to make this this beautiful place, right? And now you're telling me that you're going to fix everything, but you moved to this great place. So it's kind of a, you know, it's an interesting statement to be made. Well, yeah, I mean, gosh, there's so many things you just said there. For, well, first of all, yeah, I've learned from you. Um, you know, you tell me I learned, you learn from my podcast. I've learned some things from you. Well, good, and we. And I think it's our relationship is interesting because we try to help each other, you 100%, know, because, yeah. uh, you know, we're we're not we both have podcasts locally. That doesn't mean we're competitors. Right. You know, so we um, I enjoy that, that we can share thoughts and we're both in sales and marketing. And, and yeah. so that makes it fun. Well, I tell my wife, I said. I said, John, I got to watch. I'm going to try not to cuss. I, I'm a cusser. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. He's not, I know, but I, I want to <laughs> respect your, your – I'm in your place. No, it's all right. I said, man, this guy loves politics, and I really hate politics. Yeah. I really – I hate all the mudslinging. I hate all that stuff. But I guess fortunately and unfortunately, I've just met so many of these politicians, and I know them at different levels. I mean, I've been on – 
motorcycle rides with Barry Leonard, which doesn't mean we're best friends and I agree with his politics. It mm-hmm. just means we had Harleys, right? So I don't know. I just have different – I'd have a different you know view of what's going on in, in the city of Poway sometimes. Well, I, I kind of – well, you know, it's easy to say politics, but it, to me it's more than that. It's kind of like what's going on in our city. You know, what are some of our city leaders doing? What's good? What's – What's the good, the bad, and the ugly? No, I know, and you're very well-versed on those things. And I think a lot of times I care less, right? Well, yeah. I just kind of do my thing, and and, um, but I I love that you're involved and that you have information I don't have. And then, but sometimes I'm just like, I wish I didn't have that information. (laughs) Well, we talk about that, how a lot lot of people in Poway – you know, they're busy. They, they, they got their lives, their careers, their family. They don't have time to spend on some of this stuff. Yep. So if they're ever interested, sometimes the podcast is helpful. It kind of educates some folks. Um, and that's kind of the fun of having the uh, candidates here is that voters get a chance to take a look. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, to me, there's a little bit of drama in town, too. So it's kind of oh, makes 100%. It, you know, so it makes it's it fun to fun follow. To sure. Yeah, yeah. And I'm not a drama. I mean, I'm on Facebook Way too much, and I'm on other. But all I ever do is put positive stuff on. I yeah, put, you are. <clears throat> I don't like talking about negativity. Well, tell tell people about your podcast. So my podcast. Uh, so I'm I'm in uh, Louisiana two years ago on Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. and my daughter says, "You know, Dad, you have good advice. You know, you like talking to people. You've been around a lot of places. You used to start a podcast." And I said, "Man, you're right. What's a podcast?" <laughs> So I came back to Poway, got a friend of mine that was like 29 years old and said, how do I start a podcast? Very computer literate kid. And he kind of explained to me and I said, well, what if I mess up? He says, then do another one. Just doesn't matter. Right. And technologically, I was able to do the things I had to do. The equipment wasn't very expensive. So I started doing a podcast and I didn't want to do anything. There's two things I wanted to stay away from. I'm not an expert, right? I'm not a sales expert. I'm not a motivational speaker. I'm none of those things. But I know that I've had limitations in my life I had to get over, and a lot of people have those limitations, and they don't they don't know how to get over them, right? Storytelling is a big deal to me. I just told you I love hearing people's stories. Yeah. But you have to be careful what story you're telling yourself, right? It could be a positive one or a negative one. Um, self-esteem is probably at the lowest it's ever been in, oh. in my life right now. Yeah. Suicide rates are up. Mm-hmm. All these things are up, and we need to build back our self-esteem. Mm-hmm. And my favorite is excuses because I can make an excuse to get out of anything. In fact, I'm probably going to use you to get out of going to the gym today. <laughs> Just letting you know. <laughs> okay. All right. So I thought those things were four positive. You know, you could turn all those things into a positive. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I wanted to base the podcast on. And but what's happened is I've gotten different people on the podcast like you where we talk about completely different things. And um, it's just it's really fun. And I want to grow my podcast and, you know. Well, I'll just tell you this is that I've listened to many of your episodes and they're all very uplifting. They're all about, you know, making yourself a better person um, and kind of helping you. Sometimes, you know, we're in the doldrums at times and we just need that kick in the pants and you provide that. And I think it's a lot of positive energy. And I think what you're doing is great. Yeah, I appreciate that. You know, I've been doing that positive thing every day and I just steal people's sayings, you know, so I'm (laughs) making them up. Uh I'm plagiarizing everybody. And I'll, I'll start to think I should stop, and then somebody, it'll, it'll resonate with somebody. They'll say, you know what? I really needed that today. And I'm yeah. like, 
well, I'm going to keep doing it. I guess I should add in here that I have eight children, seven daughters and a son. It's a blended family. And I have 15 grandchildren with more on the way. So, That's a lot. Um, with seven daughters, you got to do everything you can to stay uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, upright. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. you can't drink all day. No. I mean, you can, but <laughs> it's probably not a good idea. Right. So, anyway. Well, good. So, in your backstory, I mean, you have lived in Poway for a very long time. Yeah, so 48 years. Yeah, if I was... If I was still there, I'd be 48 years. But I'm, I mean, I'm in Penasquitas. So I'm We've in only Poway been there the for time. like less than a year. I mean, so. Yeah, yeah, a little over a year. But Yeah, it's like only like a little blip on your overall history. And all the things that are happening in Poway were starting to ramp up when I was running the chamber. In fact, and so I was. What was that time frame? So that was uh, 2018 to 2020, 2017 okay. to 20. Mm-hmm. And the thing, um, it's funny, people think that the Poway Chamber of Commerce is a political organization. It is not. It's a business organization. Right. And they, not the council so much, but a lot of outside groups wanted to pull us into that political arena, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of these these guys, these developers would come to us and say, hey, can you buy off on these plans? Well, me, no. I, I work for the board. If you want to talk to the board and if they want to do that, it's up to them. And they did. They bought off. They endorsed. They did things like that. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a bad idea. But I work for them, right? Right. Um, we had – you told a couple of weeks ago, you said that I endorsed um, Ginger Couvrette and uh, Michelle Ratcliffe for, for school board. Who am I to endorse anybody? I mean, well, you, I was you just – You commented uh, in the public comments. I like them. Yeah. I, I think they're both yeah. brilliantly smart yeah. women and they're doing a great job. Mm-hmm. But endorsing is kind of like, you know, like the president endorses people or this yeah, guy endorses okay, that's people like a or a general thing. endorses this guy. Yeah. I'd hate to I – don't, I don't, my ego's not that big that I could endorse somebody <laughs> and people should go, oh, if Ed says it, then I'm going to do it. You know? Right. But – um, So the changes were happening they while were happening. you were at they the were chamber. They were really starting to ramp up. And I was uh, – and I looked at the plans and went, oh, yeah, that's cool. I never looked at setbacks or anything like that. I'm not an engineer. Mm-hmm. I was in construction, but I was in the sales side of construction. So I sold, you know, exhaust fans, fire smoke dampers, louvers, things like that into commercial buildings. Mm-hmm. So, um, yes, I looked at plans every day, but not architecturals. I didn't look at – I looked at mechanical plans only. So when those buildings went up, I was like, whoa, that's really close to the sidewalk, man. I don't <laughs> know. They might have wanted to think that through. Mm-hmm. Um and then the bowling alley thing really wasn't done yet. And uh, the bowling alley trips me out. It, everybody talks about bowling alley, how popular bowling. Bowling's not that popular, by the way. No. If you yeah, put 12 not. lanes in somebody, you'd prob- in somewhere, you'd probably have a hard time filling 12 lanes. But mm-hmm. that, that bowling alley was built when I was a kid. It was like a godsend for us, right? Uh, it gave us a break from riding skateboards and playing baseball and football and basketball. Mm-hmm. And so I was there all the time. And keep in mind, when I was a kid, so the bowling alley was there. It was brand new. Right next door was Carriage Center, which was a movie theater. There was a Sizzler there, if you guys remember Sizzlers. Sizzler. That was where yeah. Swamis, that was a Sizzler, brand mm-hmm. new, right? Mm-hmm. We had a arcade in there. We had some other things to do. And last night, Tony Russo brought up, man, you know, we don't have any of this stuff anymore. Of course we don't. That was That's what we did when, in the 80s, in mm-hmm. the 70s and 80s. It's not the 70s and 80s anymore. You could build those things. People would – I still don't think they'd come to them. You, maybe if you built a gaming center where you know kids could sit, but they can do that virtually. Mm-hmm. So 
when you talk about the bowling alley, the thing was run down. I was on that roof about five years ago, six years ago, almost fell through the roof. The guy wasn't putting any money into it or anything. Mm-hmm. And it just was not that popular. I've been to, I went to one of my daughter, one of my grandkids' um, birthday parties there, and there was no one in the place. You could have shoot off a gun and not hit anybody, you know. And it wasn't <laughs> like it was overflowing, popular, you know, right. with popularity. So when it, but you know, people, they're always looking to the past, right? They're always. I see it on Facebook all the time. Oh my God, it was great in the seventies. Really, was it great? We wore polyester, orange, brown. <laughs> we dialed phones like that. Avocado green. Avocado. The <laughs> harvest orange. The carpet we had in our house, you could get, a kid could get lost in it. I mean, it was so thick. Yeah, yeah. You really want to go back to the 70s? See, everybody wants everything to cost what it did in the 70s, but we want the new technology, right? Yeah, of course. We want a cell phone for 12 bucks. Mm-hmm. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of my take on the, you know, it needs to be like it was in the past. I don't know. It doesn't. You yeah. really don't want it that way. You want to drive a 67 Volkswagen again? I had one of those as a kid. I really don't. <laughs> Much rather drive the car I have now. Well, people generally are nostalgic, right? Of course. You know, of the, of the where they grew up as a kid and things just aren't the way they used right. to be. And um, so, you know, they're, they're talking about putting in that Nickel City arcade up in the business park kind of near the In-N-Out Burger. You heard of that Those story? are still around? No, I have not. I, I knew there was one in Carmel Mountain, I think. Yeah, right by the theater. And it closed. Yeah. Um, but apparently, yeah, they're they're going to put one in. I think there's like an old, was it a Staples or some other office yeah, supply place there, yeah, that's right going in that building? Out, yeah. yeah, really? Yeah, and so people are saying, hey, that's where the good kids can go hang out. But then they're kind of bitter because it's up the hill in the business park rather than being on Poway Road. Well, everybody wants a place for the kids to hang out as long as it's not next door to them. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. As long as it's in someone else's neighborhood. Yeah. Like they, oh, yeah, we need low-income housing, but you really should put it over there by the – Right. You know, in the back of the grocery store, back by where the dumpsters are. Mm-hmm. They never want it out in the open mm-hmm. or anything like that. Um, listen, Pally's Progressive, they're changing. I don't – do I think it's a great idea? That's a lot of housing in one spot, man. That's a lot of, a lot of stuff in one place. Yeah. But I'm, where else would would they have built it? If these were state-mandated things they had to do, where else would you put it? You know, they're running out of dirt in Poway. Yeah. So that area was one of the last places. I mean, and all the other potential places, they're also being built. Mm-hmm. Um, have you noticed um, at the corner of Palmerado and Twin Peaks, like up on the side of the of Twin Peaks Hill, they're building like 10 or 12 houses now, up somebody there? Somebody told me that. I don't know where that is, but yeah. I haven't paid attention to that. I. You kind of mentioned me last night. I knew you were mentioning me. I only go to Poway really now unless I'm meeting somebody to get the Walmart dog food. That's My dogs eat it. <laughs> so I'm not necessarily a huge fan of Walmart only because I'm not a huge fan of crowds. Right. But I got every couple of months, my grandson says, hey, Papa, we're out of dog food. I'm like, damn it. I got to go to I gotta go to Walmart. I'm going to try the pickup thing next time where I just drive up uh-huh. and they throw it in my trunk. But, uh, man, I mean, there's so many directions we can go with that. It, talking about empty buildings on Poway Road. When I was a chamber president, my my girlfriends from high school, her mother called me and said, why did you guys clo- close Coco's? And I said, what do you mean? Why did we close Coco's? <laughs> she says, well, it was there, and all of a sudden it closed. You guys, the city must have closed. I said, well, first of all, I don't work for the city. Mm-hmm. And secondly, the reason they closed Coco's is closed it because it's horrible. And no one was going there to eat. Mm-hmm. These corporations look at numbers and they go, yeah, it's not working. Mm-hmm. You got to get rid of it. 
And if someone wants to come back in there, well, you know, obviously Chick-fil-A did. But if somebody wants to rent the Steinmart place or the Rite Aid place and put something in that they can make money, they'll do it. Believe me. But if there's nothing to put in there and there's no people, you're not going to sell anything. Yeah, this is the common misunderstanding, I think, of voters and of even of some candidates where when a company moves into a, a strip mall, I mean, that's a typically a private deal with a, you know, yep. a landlord and a, is it a lessee or a lessor? I get those confused. Um, and it's a private deal. And typically the city's not involved. However, sometimes the city is involved with permitting. Sure. And sometimes the city is involved with recruiting companies that come here. So in some cases, it's not a city uh, is not involved in these private transactions. But in other cases, they kind of have their fingers in the pot. I heard that last night that they do that recruiting. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. And that could just be an ignorance on my part. But I just spoke with Craig Ruiz the other day, who was the economic development guy. And mm-hmm. he's not in Poway anymore. He mm-hmm. went to work for the San Diego Airport Authority. Mm-hmm. So he's left. So that position's open in Poway. So if anybody's looking for a job, that'd be a good... <laughs> you want to get businesses in Poway, that'd be a good job okay. to take on. But I don't know. <laughs> A lot of the problems seem that came up over the last few weeks listening to these people. I didn't have I, – I, I remodeled a house, put 1,500 square – I cut the roof off a house and put 1,500 square feet on it. I had no issue with the city. They came out when they said they were going to come out. If I did it right, they signed off. Mm-hmm. If I did it wrong, they said you did it wrong. I fixed it. I just didn't have any issues. Now, I used to have people come to me when I was at the chamber and say, can you help me get this permit because – this is happening, and they're wanting me to do this. And I would refer them to Craig or whoever mm-hmm. in the city. I don't have any pull, you know. I don't know the engineers and things like that. So, and it seemed to always get resolved. Now, other people have horrible nightmares with the city, and not just this city, by the way, any city, right? Um, I don't know. I think sometimes it's a two-way street. You know, I cooperated, right? I was very much in touch with the permit people when I was doing things. I took pictures when they required me to. I did all those things. So as long as you follow the rules, it was pretty easy for me. Mm-hmm. And, I, and by the way, when I did that remote, I had nothing to do with the city or the chamber or anything. Mm-hmm. So I was just a normal everyday citizen, you know, putting 1,500 square foot on a roof. Yeah. I mean, I, I've had similar experiences um, where I've had to get permits to do some things in my house. And it's generally been a pretty smooth process. Um, but, you know, what's going on with these larger construction projects like a whole other ballgame? Oh, it's a whole other ballgame. I, so at one point, I just decided to get out of construction because I was tired of dealing with the bidding wars and all that and happened to be the lowest person on a bid. And I'm like, I'm trying to sell value and you guys just want cheap stuff. And it wasn't like the money was going into someone else's pocket like a charity. Mm-hmm. It was going into the contractor's pocket. Mm-hmm. Are they all crooked? I No, I don't think that. I. Are there some crooked? Yeah. There's some crooked politicians, too, by the way. You probably never heard that sentence. No, no, never. (laughs) So there's some crooked everything. There's crooked cops. There's crooked everything. But I try to look for those positives in people, and I'll call them out if I think Mm -hmm. they're doing something wrong. But for the most part, I just don't run into that very often. It seems like a lot of people are angry at developers because they're making a profit. And I'm thinking, yeah. well, this is America. I mean, that's what businesses are on on the here to do is to make a profit. There's a great line in the movie Joe Dirt, where uh-huh. one of the he goes to get his car out of Hawk, and the guy says, "You know, we don't. This isn't UNICEF. You know, this isn't a nonprofit." <laughs> right. And I used to say, you know, I had a, uh, I was working with a company. I was helping them with their um, 
like mission statement. And one of the sentences I had in there is, we're not afraid to make a profit. That's my job. Yeah. Is to make a profit. Um, and it's okay. That's what America's built on, right? Is profit. Yeah. I mean, profit, I, I, from my perspective, profit is a reflection of value creation. Mm-hmm. You know, because companies won't earn a profit unless they're creating products and services that other people want that improve their lives. Right. And how good is your life compared to 30 years ago? Don't talk about economics or anything, but I'm just saying as far as technology goes. Oh, yeah. As far as, listen. We couldn't do this. One night, my (laughs) daughter, my oldest daughter was at Poway High School. She came back from a basketball game. And she called me from the payphone. I got in the car and went up and got her. And I was about three miles from Poway High. And I get there. She's standing outside by herself in the dark. It's pitch black up at Poway High. Thank God a mom and her daughter stayed and waited with her. Mm -hmm. And the coach had left. Which I wanted to, really? I wanted to, yeah, do stuff to him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we decided to get cell phones for the kids because mm-hmm. in that situation, and we would text them. Mm-hmm. If my daughter leaves my house now and goes home to Poway, my my wife texts her and makes sure she got home safe. Is that a bad thing? It makes us feel so good, you know. Oh yeah, that we can keep track of things. Like that. So, and you know, in the night in 90, 1992, I went to work for a company, and they put a cell phone in my car. It was with the box that you in your trunk. Those big bricks. Yeah, and it was it was on a cord in my car. And yeah. my boss says, look, you're going to be in traffic in L.A. all the time. Use the phone to make business calls. Mm-hmm. How great is it, this technology? You know? I can make myself – I put on the – I did a podcast about the reality of the Internet the other day. And I put my head on a bodybuilder's body. I look fantastic. And I, I have to go to the I gym. I saw that picture. <laughs> But you're, but you're right. Generally, you know, um, automobiles are better. Mm-hmm. Um, technology, you know, like computers, cell phones, that's better. This podcasting is better. Um, streaming media is better. Television yep. is better as a result of that. Um, healthcare is better. There's new medicines that cure diseases. I mean, we are so light years ahead of where we were so 30 years, years ago, 50 years ago. Uh, I mean, think about 150 years ago. I mean, like in 1870. You know, think about where America was then sure. compared to where we are now. It's unbelievable. No, this technological revolution that's happened in the last. So when was that? That was uh, when we got about 2000 when I got the kids phones or whatever. That's crazy. That's only 20 years, 22 mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. How far we've come with phones and technology. And I mean, I don't have an Apple watch on right now, but I have these things, these Apple um, air tags mm-hmm. that I put in the kids bags, like mm-hmm. the little kids. And I know where they're at all. I know where that bag is all the time. God yeah. forbid something snatches them or something and they take that backpack with them. Do you ever have a situation where like your phone is dead for like three or four days and you feel like a fish out of water? No. Yeah. I won't we, let my phone die. We've had that situation. Um, and my, my wife's phone blew up on her a few days ago. And it was very, very difficult. I mean, you re- don't realize you how to de- get anxiety, right? Well, you get anxiety, but at the same time, you don't realize how dependent you are on mm-hmm. it to, to contact people. I mean, that's how the families connect. But I will do something on purpose. Sometimes I'll leave my phone at home if we go out somewhere, like I make sure somebody has one with us, mm-hmm. just so I don't have to mess with it. Now, if you talk about go another direction, you talk about phones in the gym. Oh. Drive me crazy. They should. You should have to leave your phone at the beginning, front of the gym. If I, one more kid has to be texting on a piece of equipment while I'm waiting for that equipment, it drives me nuts. But we're digressing. Yeah, but we are. I'm okay. just telling you that how good it, things are. You know, in 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 my 
vision, if I look at all the good things that have happened, listen, corruption was going to happen whether we had technology or not. I got news for you. It's not like if you and I were 150 years ago. There's still crooked people. Oh, of course. Bad stuff's going on. There's still crime. There's still all these things. And um, But look what we have. Look at all the positives we have. Well, you do know. you think all of this development in Poway is a positive? Oh, man. So I kind of go back and forth on this. About three or four years, about three years ago, I was running the chamber and I went, one of our mutual friends, I went to the California Restaurant Association with them. Mm-hmm. And we listened to this gentleman speak about, uh, this is before COVID. He was talking about 58% of the taxes come from restaurants. You know, in California, on average, every person in California, baby, kid, whatever, spend about two hundred and thirty-five dollars a year at a restaurant. Now, I'm not a—I don't go out to eat a lot. When we had all the kids, we didn't go out to eat a lot. I'd have to like mortgage the house, <laughs> and we still sit down every night as a family and make dinner. I'd, I'd say maybe twenty-eight days a month we sit down and have dinner. Nice. So I'm not that tax base. So that means you're going. That means you're spending four seventy, right, instead mm-hmm. of me. We don't have a lot of restaurants in Poway that are – no offense to the restaurants in Poway. We don't have a ton of great restaurants in Poway. Mm-hmm. My wife and I went to a movie premiere a couple of years ago, and coming home at 930, I could not – we had to go to uh, – we got a sandwich at uh, Jersey Mike's, and they wouldn't let us eat, let us eat it inside because it was 925. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, when you're rolling at the street. Early. So back to your question – if you're gonna, if a restaurant is gonna come to Poway that's gonna generate business, you need bodies, mm-hmm. right? Us old people aren't going out after eight o'clock. These younger people will. They want breweries. They want all this stuff, which I don't like. Those types of restaurants because I don't drink that kind of beer. I don't even drink beer. Period. Really. But you're gonna, if you're gonna progress and you're gonna get, you know, you've got to put bodies in those places and you got to, so a restaurant can open and have bodies in the, in the restaurant, right, to mm-hmm. make money. But if I'm a restaurant, you know, a restaurant owner and I'm going, well, this is the demographics in Poway, I, I'm not coming to Poway. I, I can't stay in business. Mm-hmm. What restaurant have you been to in Poway in the last two years you had to stand in line to get in? Um, you know which one? Besides is, in and out No, it will, in and out And then, what's it called? Mochi Nut? Have you seen that one? No idea what that it's is. It's right next door to Target. Um, and right next to the Super Clips, I think, or Great Clips and the well, we Postal Annex. We were actually Annex. over there this weekend to get an And that cream. Mochi Nut, when it opened up, it was, it's like this kind of, uh, kind of high-end donut sort of store. Mm-hmm. And kids were, there's a line out well, the door to get in. Someone's that kind is the of found exception. that thing, yeah. Someone's kind of found that niche. Yeah. Um, I have kids that worked in In-N-Out, and I still have a son-in-law that works in In-N-Out, and it's a great restaurant. They, it's a great company. I used to do business with them years ago, and they were, they paid on time, mm-hmm. which is odd for companies to do these days. But you're going to have to bring, you know, you got to have bodies, and then you got to have businesses. It's right. not the other way around. They're, people aren't going to come in and lose money for two years until those bodies are in those condos. And originally, in my mind, those were 25 to 40 year old people coming. Now, the real estate market has changed, mm-hmm. and that may not may not be the case now, but no one knew this was going to happen with COVID and the economy and the way our pol- politics have been nationally for the last 15 years. No one knew. If they would know, we'd, I'd, we wouldn't be sitting here. We'd be in the Bahamas doing this thing. Well, you know, when they first, like the, the Poway Commons Project, right, mm-hmm. they put those townhomes in. And, you know, generally speaking, younger people are in townhomes, right? Mm-hmm. 
uh, maybe single people, newly married, without kids. Um, and they were going to be about five to six hundred grand. But now with the real estate market so wackadoodle, I think they're eight hundred, nine hundred thousand dollars. So getting a twenty-five to forty-year-old person to move into those, you know, it's going to be difficult. Well, and I think that's, I think that's changed from when they made these decisions to do that. Mm-hmm. Now I don't know about all the behind-the-scenes stuff and big money coming in. I don't know about that. But that was kind of my thought. This is what they're trying to do. When I, um. I do, I've done sales training in the past. Mm-hmm. And the first thing you do is when you're going to go out and make a sales call, depending on what product you're selling, is know who your market is, right? Yeah. I'm not going to go sell men's shoes to women. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's a numbers game, and I can go see 10 women and one guy, and hopefully I sell a pair of shoes. But mm-hmm. if I would have seen 11 guys, I would have been a lot better well, off. You know, nowadays, that no, might have right. switched around a little bit. Good Lord, we could be on here. <laughs> Don't get me started. We're old, man. We could... <laughs> These young kids don't understand our, yeah. our attitude towards that, and we'd probably both be yeah. in okay. political jail if we did that. But anyway, <laughs> so you got to understand your market. So mm-hmm. um, In-N-Out Burger generally – I mean, In-N-Out Burger, by the way, is okay. It's good. I mean, I ate it one this weekend, but mm-hmm. I don't drive to go to those. If, if I'm near one, I'll eat it mm-hmm. you know, because I know what the product is. But, you know, I, I, there's just really no restaurant I kind of look at. And say I got to get to that restaurant. Mm-hmm. My wife can make just anything that's in a restaurant as good or better, and we have more of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't need, but I can eat it the next day too. Mm-hmm. So when you're thinking about you know who's my market, and uh, you know you you got to have bodies, and you're right those 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 condos are expensive. And yeah. listen, but the the market could go backwards, who knows? I mean, when that you know, one of those places had like a 2500 square foot three bedroom penthouse single floor private elevator when it started it was like 650 grand. I mm-hmm. think that's selling or has sold for like well over a million dollars. Yeah. That particular model of place. Who would ever think that Poway would have a penthouse suite? Oh. <laughs> well, you get to look over the park. <laughs> You'd see Charlie, the homeless guy, you know, hey, um, you can watch him. I just want to tell the audience, you know, we are live streaming here on Facebook and YouTube, and you can participate in the conversation if you have some old memories of Poway, uh, or maybe you want to share your <laughs> thoughts and comments about the changes that are going on in our community, or thoughts and comments on some of the candidates that are running for election or for re-election, or you just want to, you know, fire some questions off to Ed and get his thoughts and opinions on things, let us know. Just Type it in on Facebook or on YouTube, and we'll see it on the screen, and we'll share that. So, all good. Yeah, so uh, on these political people you've had on, and you had one school board member, which I really like that guy. We talked about him yeah, offline. Patrick Batten. Yeah, he's a – well, now that you told me his background, I'm not sure if he's as sharp as I thought or he's just a really good talker. I'm just kidding. I'm sure he's really a sharp guy. Um, I'd love to get him on my podcast and to talk about not not even the school board about some other things. I think he's yeah. got a he's a pretty well rounded guy and he's been mm-hmm. in the military and uh, I like that. I don't think that maybe a couple of your, um, in my opinion, a couple of the candidates that are running did much homework. They didn't seem super informed. It's always well, he's not doing a good job. I could do a better job. Okay, well, explain that to me. Mm-hmm. And I told you if I ran a if I was ever to go into politics in Poway. The first thing I do, I'd run a very positive campaign. I am just not a mudslinger. I would say, look, they've done a good job with this and with that and with that. Now, could I do better? I think communication has come up a lot of times. I think we could do a better job at communicating. 
And it's always interesting. I asked a question last night to Tony Russo. What's the percentage of voters in Poway? I think you guys are high. I think you're way high. I think you're going to get – I think if you get 30% turnout, I think it, I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. I just don't think – it's kind of back to that story when we went to the restaurant and, had, and we got kicked out of you know Jersey Mike's. People <laughs> like to go, get up in the morning, take their kids to school, go to work, come home, do their sports, eat dinner, and go to bed, Right. It's just kind of the Poway way of doing things. They don't come home and go, let's go out to Brigantine. You know, you have a few people that do that or the mainstream or mm-hmm. to wherever. But they're just – these are people in the mid- middle of their life that are just trying to get their kids raised and make enough money to put food on a table and things like that. I just think if you put a Nobu in Poway, nobody's going to come. A Nobu? Whatever. Have you ever heard of that restaurant? Is that like a Japanese restaurant? Yeah, it's huge. Back okay. in New York and stuff. Or a, you put it, could you put a Ruth's Chris in here and make any money hmm. in the business park or you know, or a Donovan's? or I know they're out of business, but mm-hmm. some of those higher-end restaurants, I just don't think people would go. Look at Rancho Bernardo. When I was a kid, Carver's was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, people used to go to that. It's. I think it closes at six now because like you know, like senior <laughs> citizens. Yeah, and I'm not kidding. I think they have a band on the weekend, and during yeah. the week they close at like six o'clock. Right. You got to understand your market and um, the people that are around. As long as I have been, or my parents, which both my parents have passed, but they're still. I still know friends that are my age that have their parents around. Their parents aren't rushing out to, you know, spend three four hundred dollars on a dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't. They have no idea what craft beer is. Like me, I don't even have an idea. Right. So, um, yeah, I just don't think they have the market to, uh, you know, f- you're just not going to see restaurants flooding in here unless you get more people. Mm-hmm. Now, we're back to the, well, shit, now it's dense, right? You got mm-hmm. a lot of people. There's, and by the way, when they bring up traffic, track was, traffic was bad in 1974 when I moved here. It was bad then. Really? Oh, yeah. I remember sitting on the street waiting for my parents to do a... Real estate transaction in front of Century Twenty One, right when when that barn was Picnic and Chicken, not a Mexican restaurant. Okay, do you remember that? No. Okay, do you know what Picnic and Chicken is? No. Okay. <laughs> so Picnic and Chicken was a chain, mm-hmm. and they had similar food to like KFC. Okay. And the funny thing we remember is you would drive through the barn, right, and they'd, you'd order your food like on a drive. Okay. And they'd always give you this little box for food like KFC does, and there'd uh-huh. always be an orange slice of candy in it, right? But we weren't allowed to eat that till we ate the food. Okay. Yeah, that was a picnic and chicken. Great okay. food. Mm-hmm. And they just kind of went out of business. <clears throat> so okay. I've been around here so long. <laughs> Evan's Tire. Yeah. That was a drive through dairy. Really? Yeah. So when you came down the road and you got, ah, I got to get milk. You'd pull in there, go through. It looks like a barn, right? Mm-hmm. The Powers family owns that. And you would drive through, and there'd be a person. You could buy cigarettes. You could buy milk, gum, candy, whatever. And they would just hand it to you in your door and take your money. Could you get a six-pack of beer? I think you could actually buy alcohol back then <laughs> through that thing. A drive-through? I've drive heard of through. those in other states where you can do drive-through dairies. No, that's what that was. Yeah. So, that, so we would drive through there and get um, – you know, my mom would get milk or whatever if she was – and I actually knew a kid that worked there, so I would go hang out with her. And she worked there, so I would just chat with her. And um, people would drive through and buy their buy their groceries. You know, not at a big scale, on a smaller scale. Mm-hmm. But um, I'll tell you a funny thing that you probably don't know. So Don Higginson, I met Don Higginson a long time ago. Yeah, former mayor of Poway. Right. So in Garden Road, mm-hmm. 7-Eleven was a Chevron station. Mm. Picture this. That was a Chevron station. You made the right into Garden Road, and on your right 
was a not that building there. There was a house, and next door was a liquor store called Gordon's. Right? That's it's still there. California Keg now. Yeah. But the house is gone. So the family that owned that house, um, I knew that family. And then Hazel, who ran that store, lived behind, which that house is still there behind the liquor store. Right then, it was dirt all the way over to Seven Eleven, which is the feed store. Mm-hmm. That was a Seven Eleven with gas pumps. Oh, really? So we used to go down there and hang out, and we'd take our pickup trucks and wear cowboy hats, you know, and everything. Steve Boss would have fit in perfect, right? <laughs> and we would sit there, and our ten or twelve of us would sit there in our pickups and and um, you know buy sodas or whatever. We weren't. I wasn't a drinker, and the people that were with us weren't drinkers. Mm-hmm. My parents didn't care because, and the liquor store loved it because who's going to rob a? I mean, who's going to rob a Seven Eleven when there's ten pickups outside, right? Right. The sheriffs would come down and hassle us once in a while. So they hired this guy. He's in college, and his name's Don Higginson. And he <laughs> okay. worked at 7-Eleven. Really? Oh, yeah. And that's where I met him. So he was in college become a lawyer. Well, now you know, and this is no insult to Don because I love the guy. He has, when he talks, he sounds, you know, different. Okay. So when he was born, he had an oxygen issue, and so that screwed up his way. But he's, he's smart, but he just talks a little bit. Different. Do you ever right. hear him talk? Yes. Ended up being a CEO of Mailbox, et cetera, or whatever. Maripaway. Maripaway. Mm-hmm. And, but he played basketball kind of like he talks. He was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. He was Mormon and we were Catholic, and he was allowed to have two non Mormons on the team. So I was a Catholic. Really? Yeah. It's the funniest thing. I was a Catholic and I was a good basketball player. And my other friends, I had to get my other friends to come one time. One of them showed up in shorts and cowboy boots, wants to play basketball. <laughs> Some big dope. And so we would go over on, on um, Pomerado Road. There's a Mormon church over there. We'd play basketball in, there in a basketball league. Nice. And that's how I met Don Higginson. And then we just would run into each other over the years at the gym or mm-hmm. or wherever. But um, I love Don. Don had a great sense of humor. I've seen him speak a couple times at different events, and uh, he's, he was a good guy. And I thought he did a good job at mayor as far as I was concerned. I didn't pay much attention to politics back then either. But I don't know. He got a lot done, I think. Is he still in town? Uh, the last time I saw him, I ran, him to, I ran into him at Jack in a Box when him and his kids were out handing out stuff to run against Voss when Voss ran won the first time. 2014. That's the last time I've seen him. I've yeah. not run into him. I might have I might have seen him at the gym a couple times at LA Fitness and Poway after that, but never had a long conversation. Mm-hmm. So he was, he must have been a little bit older than me if he was in college when I would see him. But yeah, he used to work at 7-Eleven. So I, got through I love these old stories of Poway because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, like things like, yeah, there was a drive through dairy where there's a tire shop now. And, and that was there for yeah. a couple of years. It wasn't like I moved in in, eight, in 74 and it was gone. Yeah. So the Powers, remember when Powers was kind of making that gal, what's her first name? Tori? Tori Powers was yeah. making kind of a run at whatever. Yeah, she's run for office once, yeah. maybe twice. And she would complain about the shape of Poway. And they own that corner, the Powers family. I'm like, really? <laughs> Have you been down there lately, Terry, and looked at the, you know, and what the shape of uh, that area is? And mm-hmm. But, you know, the guys are still paying rent, so I guess they don't have to clean up anything. Well, the Powers family goes way oh, back. Oh, way back. They yeah. owned probably half of Poway Road. Wow. So there was also, here's another funny thing, where that Poway, where that new construction is, where Terrascan goes across Poway Road. Yeah, by Taco Bell. That didn't used to go across. That stopped. That was the three-way, three-way. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see how I can explain this. Taco Bell was a was a bakery store, like a hostess bakery. And my parents used to go in there and get day old bread because it was like half price. Mm-hmm. Still, t- we ate so fast it didn't matter. <laughs> and where Tarascon ended, that was called Quick Check Gasoline. There was a gas station there and an oil change place and things like that next to that brick building that's still there that they're having a hard time figuring that out. So yeah, when you drove down, you could get gas, an oil change, go down and get some milk at Hollandia Dairy, get some chicken at Picnic and Chicken, and go home. <laughs> <laughs> so it all worked out. <laughs> Yeah, that just makes life is good, man. So think about that. I just told you that there's two. There was two streets that weren't there any before, mm-hmm. right? And so traffic was still sucked, and there was no Scripps Highway Parkway. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no Ted Williams Parkway. I told you earlier that Twin Peaks ended at Community, didn't go any further. Target mm-hmm. wasn't there. None of that was there. So you had, um, so everybody had to filter through Poway. Plus all the Ramona Poway people. Oh yeah, you know, so they all still had to filter through Poway Road. So what's happened over the years with these outlets, it's not as bad as you think. It's bad now because of construction. Mm-hmm. I was there. The, I went and met someone for lunch yesterday in Poway, and they had – one of these traffic guys was stopped in front of that outpost for some reason. They were doing something. Mm-hmm. Of course, that messes up traffic, right? It makes yeah. it one lane. Yeah. But I'm telling you, it wasn't that much better in the 70s. People can tell you that, but it's not true. Right. That there was no outlets. There was no way to get around it. Mm-hmm. You had to go through Poway Road. Because I think that's the whole nostalgia thing is that we remember the good times and maybe the bad times we sort of filter out of our memories. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's, so you, you were here in 74. Yep. Wow. And I was an active child. I mean, I was not – I didn't sit at home, right? Mm-hmm. I wasn't in my parents' basement. We were out. I put probably 20,000 miles a year on a skateboard, right? That's how we got back and forth. So do you remember Miller's Outpost? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So Miller's Outpost was where – the dollar store is down at Pomerado and uh, yeah, and it used Nol. to be a record know. store for a while too. The record store was on the corner, but there was an Alpha Beta in that place too, and a TG and Y. Remember TG and Y? Yeah, yeah. That was that was in that thing too. So that's where the that's where the um, Kentucky Fried Chicken and everything is now, right? Yeah, well, the Kentucky Fried Chicken wasn't there. No. Yeah, but it's in that. No, TG and Y was over where Joanne's is. The, oh yeah, Joanne's. And then the Alpha Beta was in the same mall, and there was a Thrifties there for a long time. Mm. Used to get five cent ice oh, cream cones. Those cylindrical scoops. Yeah. So the reason I'm <laughs> yeah. telling you all this is that <laughs> would you shop at TG and Y now? They don't have any business, by the way. Right. So things change, right? Yeah. And, and people come to places. At a higher level, right? Mm-hmm. Understand that we moved to Poway because it was cheap. We couldn't afford to live in San Diego anymore. We sold a t- we had a ten thousand dollar house. I slept on a patio for four years because it's the only room we had at our house. So my dad put up a three foot wall brick wall with plastic doors, plastic windows, and a tin roof, and that's where four of us slept for you know I mean, almost ten years. Wow, we were lived in poverty. Mm-hmm. Moved to Poway, man. We had a house. With a pool, four bedroom house, two baths. Back then, you moved there because that was a cheap place to move. All the Navy people were moving there because they didn't, you know, they had Navy housing. My my wife's lived here since seventy two, so her dad got a, got Navy housing in Poway. It wasn't this great place to live. Mm-hmm. Now, when I went to high school, there was affluent people up in Green Valley where we're sitting right now. Actually, mm-hmm. this was nothing but. 
in Green Valley, they were higher end. I mean, the kids had nicer cars than the teachers, you know, when I went to Poway High. I think they still do. Yeah, you had <laughs> you had two sides of the track. But where doesn't that happen? That happens everywhere. Yeah, to varying right? degrees. Yeah. 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 So my, my whole point is that it hasn't – it's not out of control, right? Are the are the are the condos awesome? I mean, I don't think I'd want to drive by them every day, but you don't have to now. You can go around it. Mm-hmm. The whole idea was to have a place where people could come out of their house and walk to a restaurant, walk back. Mm-hmm. Now, I meant to, I heard somebody bring up that they had a plan a long time ago that they kind of abandoned. Mm-hmm. When I was remodeling the house, and we did that in two thousand seven. They had a plan on the wall that I was looking at and which didn't include the bowling alley, which didn't include a lot of things. And it kind of made more of a Mayberry RFD for yeah. you older people <laughs> kind of situation where you could really walk. Now, that did not work out, obviously. Now, if you if you thought about that plan they had before, Powers isn't going to sell that stuff. They probably own everything outright. This mm-hmm. is just gravy for them. They're not going to sell their buildings. All these other people are not going to sell. This brick building, they still can't get these people to sell, you know, where the storage unit was and everything. Mm. So next to the barn is right here. Then there's that brick building. Yeah, it's a bunch of, like, small businesses they, have different suites there, right? Yeah. So the plan was that all those condos, yeah. that was supposed to be gone, too. Mm-hmm. They won't sell. And they've tried to leverage them. they try to do all kinds of things. They probably want $10 gazillion, and the right. people are like, well, we're not going to pay that. We'll just build around you and push you out. That's well, what's going to happen. Well, that's what's going on where the picnic and chicken used to be, the right. El Armando's. And I was thinking, somebody said to me one day, I wish that guy would paint that. And I'm like, why? Wait till all those places are full. This guy's going to have so much money. He's going to be like Midas, you know? <laughs> yeah. Even though it's red and orange, you know, or whatever it is, red and yellow. So when you really put common sense to this whole thing, and Tony thought about that last night, why would these people do anything? Mm-hmm. Now, this outpost project, I don't know about that, man. This hole in the ground. Yeah. That's, just, that's somebody screwed up bad. Oh, big time. Yeah. And I don't... And that I was excited about that. I was one of the gold shovel people, by the way. Oh, you were. They let me do that. Yeah. Oh, nice. I didn't get my picture in the paper, but I got to put the gold shovel in. Okay, that's yeah, that's a bucket list thing right there. Yeah, and that was before Chris <laughs> Hazeltine. That was with the other girl, who was a gal, Tina White. Okay, was a city manager, and she was there. Um, I think Tina was a nice woman, but she had a personality of that glass right there. I mean, she wouldn't, you know, you go up to talk to her, and she would not even talk to you. Wow. Yeah, it was just really odd. Mm-hmm. Chris Hazeltine is a little more personable, but he's still a numbers guy. You know, he's yeah. he's not super chatty, and he doesn't he really has nothing to say anyway. Because in the council meetings, he just sits there. But um, but he's sharp as hell, and everybody I know from the chambers up in North County, he's a really sharp guy. Mm-hmm. So we have a you have a good city manager, mm-hmm. and um, I know that the that the mayor and them hire him. But he's going to outlast all those guys. <laughs> Believe me. Okay. So, in, in the end, he's you know the guy's only like fifty two years old or something. Mm-hmm. He's going to if he's there fifteen. He, none of these guys are going to be around. Kalen might, but that'll be about it. Remember Jim Bowersox? I mean, he was a city manager. For I do Carlisle. remember him, but I, I'm not, only his name. I mean, I he's generally remember. beloved. You yeah. know, people think very highly of him. Well, that's funny you say that because not that it's not true, but you know, it's funny when we have. Uh, uh, Let's just use Jimi Hendrix as an example. Okay. I don't like any of Jimi Hendrix's music. Your computer could not just blow up, right, as I said that, right? People are right. 
What? I just don't like Jimi Hendrix. (laughs) And but when he died, all of a sudden he's you know he's lifted up. We always do that, right? Oh yeah, we do that in America. We're really bad at it. Mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, he has all these legal troubles. People hate him. He dies, and everybody's like, oh, he was the most talented person ever. Mm -hmm. We do that with our relatives too. By the way, I had a couple of relatives die that. Mm Hey, I couldn't stand them. But once they died, I'm like, oh, I can't say that now, right? Right, right. So when we do look back at those people, like Mickey Cafania and people like that, Mm -hmm. were they good guys? I don't really know. I was not politically aware. I was just chasing girls and putting gas, 89-cent gas in my car. (laughs) But, um, you know, was he a great guy? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Did we need a business park? It brings in a lot of taxes, but it also took away from the— Talk about the city and the country. Mm-hmm. You think when they put the business park up, that helped? That's that helped, or were they incorporated in 1980? We used to ride motorcycles from one end of town to the other on dirt roads, you know. And they talk about horses. We used to, you know, we used to have to dodge horse stuff on the ground with our skateboards. You know, people didn't stop and clean that up. It's not like they're dogs now, right. where people are walking around with a bag on their hand, right? When a horse went did his business, they just left it there, and you drove over it until it. Blew away, right? You really want that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, there are there are some people in town that you know you can sense that they 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 they've lived here for a long time. Maybe they grew up here and they long for those old days. They long for the days when Poway was, you know, was this different place. Yeah, but we forget stuff, dude. Really, mm-hmm. I had a good my childhood. I told you we lived in poverty, but it was good, right? I was happy. I was mm-hmm. a happy kid. You talk about the pursuit of happiness. I went to the same elementary school from uh, – we went to sixth grade there. So I went from kindergarten to sixth grade. I knew everybody, right, lived in this neighborhood. I was I was outgoing back then. Um, we lived in a very multicultural place. No one cared. We just played sports. Yeah. We rode bikes everywhere. We had a canyon. We used to slide down the canyon walls with cardboard boxes, right, and all that stuff. I lived – on paper, we CPS probably should have come taken us. I lived on a patio, dude, for ten years. A patio. <laughs> a patio. You could have cut the like this. Our garage was tilting like this. It was just leaning against another building. Really, it could have fallen over. The concrete was terrible. You know, we had palm trees. Remember, my brother ran into a palm tree one time, and he came in the house. Both of his eyes were black, and my parents laughed at him because stupid kid ran into a palm tree. <laughs> I mean, there was just things that we did when we were kids that. Yeah. People would couldn't even fathom right now. A parent couldn't fathom. Mm-hmm. Me either, by the way, having grandkids. So was it better? I don't know, man. Yeah. I'm pretty warm every night in my bed. But, I didn't used to be so much when well, I was a people kid. People just generally are resistant to change. Yeah. You know, 100%. change is hard, right? Um, and uh, And our city is going through a lot of changes right now. And it's, yeah, it's, it's uh, ruffling everyone's feathers. Mm-hmm. Like I said, Poway's like it is because of a long history of good people and some, some not so good, right? Mm-hmm. Some watchdog people out there that didn't let stuff happen and things like that. It's a pretty good place to live. Like nice. I said, the condos, they'll grow on people. You know what I mean? In, in five years, people are going to go, oh, it's just, it's just what it is. You know? Hey, I, I see a few comments here. I think it's all from Pete Neal. He's like lighting up the uh, the chat board. But let's. I just read the last thing he put. Let's 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 uh, kind of scroll through here. So, um, you know, Pete says, "Oh, something in common." Ed, have you ever done a circumnavigation of Maui on a Harley? No, but that sounds awesome. Yeah, Pete did that recently. Um, 
I just got rid of my bike. I get rid of my bike last year because I started feeling uncomfortable with the way people drove. There's a surprise, right? With cell phones in their hands and stuff. And I wasn't having as much fun riding the bike. Riding a Harley, I won't explain how I saw it the other day, but because uh, it's very rude. But um, it's so. Have you ever ridden a Harley? No, I've ridden a motorcycle, but not a Harley. It's I, it's hard to explain if you haven't ridden one. It's very freeing, right? When you're riding and there's that big motor under you oh, and yeah, everything. Yeah. There's something about it, and you really can't hear anything except the bike. Mm-hmm. And um, but man, when you have to just be so careful, it's not as fun anymore. Yeah, you know. And living in Penasquitas, they drive different in Penasquitas, and I won't tell you why, but. It's different over there. You better go to the next question before I get us all in trouble. I think I know where you're going with that one. But okay, Pete Neal says, I want to be able to see the where the, where valley, the valley ends. ends. Now, people are upset about the construction of Poway Road because it's blocking their view. What do you think of that? I don't think it's true. How, how would it block your view? If you're driving, it's blocking your view. Yeah, because the buildings no are- lives on the- Okay, the, the argument is is that they're three-story buildings, four-story eventually going into Fairfield, and then some of them are right up against the sidewalk, and when you're driving through town, you can't see yeah, the hills. I agree with that, I guess. Um, have you ever seen any pictures from like the 20s in Poway? Yeah, and like, the hills look exactly the same. It's kind of a trip to look at it. You know, there's no cell towers on top of them, of course. But right. It's kind of a trip to look at Poway from, you know, the early t- 1900s. And you can see where everything is now, right? Because mm-hmm. the mountains don't change, right? Unless you've moved one, which they've done that a couple of times up in the business park. But, I mean, I guess I get that. Um, where we moved to, when I, I see the ocean every Twice a day, every day, when I take my kids to school. Good for you. And that, to me, for me anyway, that's something crazy. And they were going to build a Costco out there. Did you know we're on Carmel Valley Road and Camino del Sur? Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of east, uh, excuse me, west, northwest Penasquitas. Mm-hmm. And they they shot it down. Yeah, that was the property that's owned by the school district, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. This, and, this. and it was a big kerfuffle in that neighborhood. They didn't want it. When we first moved in there, there was people standing on the corner with Costco signs. I'm like, oh, cool, we're getting a Costco. <laughs> they were protesting the Costco. Okay, but it right. didn't happen, so they must have did something. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think I would have wanted it there. But, um, again, I'm one of those same people that go, yeah, I love Costco. Just build it over there, not by my house. <laughs> NIMBYs, right? Yeah. Not in my backyard. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a lot of protests to that, but you know, going back to the view thing, there there are people that are you know on one level they're upset. You know, I can't see the hills like I used to, but I, my take on it is like what you said earlier, is that you know things change. You know, and they're building housing, and you know, to a large degree, we don't really have much control over that, and so it's just a different reality. Yeah, talking about you said that um, Fairfield, that's where the bowling alley was, right? Yeah. So how far down did the bowling alley sit from Poway Road? How many floors do you think? Two? The the argument that was made, um, as far as I know, is that it was originally at a three-story limit. Mm-hmm. But because it was sunken from the ground from Poway Road level, that that was like one story. So the four-story building is only going to feel like three stories yeah. if you're driving by on Poway Road. I'd say the bowling alley was one and a half stories, and then you do the rest of the map to get to four. But here's the thing. But they're filling it up with dirt. It's no longer sunken in. Oh. It's going to be they filled oh, it with dirt that. to get it up to Poway Road level. Listen, I get everybody's complaints. But I also get the fact that 
when I moved to Poway, none of that stuff was there. And I would have rather had it. I'm a concrete guy. I'm not a I'm not a country mm-hmm. you know, I really wanted to find this book to bring you and I'm gonna I'll find this book and I wanna I'll let you borrow it. I can't give it to you. And it's a it's Poway from like the seventies. Oh wow. It's this really cool book. Yeah. The last page of the book is one of the Hubers, Rick Huber, which I went to school with, mm-hmm. on a bowl, you know, with his arm up, like the perfect shot. And it's a real photo. Mm-hmm. This kid's like 14 or something. And that was Poway back then, right? And I didn't like, I didn't necessarily, I just, I don't dislike horses. I just don't ride horses, mm-hmm. right? I take my granddaughter every other week to riding lessons. And I'm, I, I have a lot of nice tennis shoes. And I'm like, I have to change my shoes to go to that place, right? <laughs> For Th- sure. That's just me, right? Yeah, yeah, that's all right. I like, I'd rather have a, I'd rather have a Corvette. He said that Jimi Hendrix loved Corvettes. So I had a Corvette in, um, when I was 19 years old, I had graduated early from school and was making 15 bucks an hour, 14 bucks an hour. I was big I a Corvette since I was 19. I love Corvettes. Wow. So that was, that's, that was me. Yeah. So I, I can't argue with what people like, but to me, you know, where I get my tattoos done, there's a place um, in uh, where's it? it's like Normal Heights, I guess, and they've done this multi-purpose thing, and it's bitching down there. There's lights on, and people are moving around, and it's a lot of energy, and mm-hmm. um, kind of Adams Avenue, oh, stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, that's great. And that's kind of what I pictured when they were going to do all this. Well, originally, I think that was the vision. Yeah. But, you know, now with the, the Poway Road-specific plan kind of changed that. And and people are saying that they've even deviated from the Poway Road specific plan. And but you know what? Imagine if you could sort of project yourself into the future and pretend for a moment that the outpost is done precisely the way they said it would be, mm-hmm. with the urge and the food court and the workout facility, and Poway Commons is done, and they have mixed use there, and the Fairfield project's done, and they have restaurants right there in the front right. along Poway Road. Could it be a walkable area between carriage and community? It got stretched out a little bit more than I think they thought in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I think it was supposed to be a little more compact. Yeah, originally. And I think it was wider, too. So I think it was going to go more into the community center area over mm-hmm. there. But I could picture that. Would I do it? Nope. I'm too old. I don't want to. It's not something I want to do. I don't want to walk. First of all, the commons. Play, I wouldn't use their gym. I wouldn't go to Urge. I like their food, but I don't drink that kind of alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just saying, for personally, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I get why people are pissed off. Mm-hmm. But but I have two sides of that. One, if you don't like it, then you move. I know that's all. Everybody hates that. But you know what? Yeah. I told you I didn't like Garden Road. I'm mm-hmm. tired of it. So what did we do? We moved. Mm-hmm. I wanted something more progressive. Now, I go over to Torrey Highlands. Have you been over to Torrey Highlands? Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah. Right? There's all those condos are there. They're right in the parking lot. Mm-hmm. They're bitching. I like it, the way it's set up. Now, they're all way off of the road, by the way. Mm-hmm. So I get that. Yeah. But um, And the second thing is, is this stuff was all public. You have the same – it's always the same people complaining about the same stuff. And they're not getting any momentum. They're not getting 3,000 more people to get behind them with torches to kill the monster, right? <laughs> they're going, yeah, I know, but I got a game. I got, my kid's got a game. I got to go. Right? Yeah. 
Listen, we know there's a there's a, a thing I used to post on Facebook, and I'll find it again and post it where it says, "Who wants change?" And everybody raises their hand. Yeah, and they say, "Who wants to change?" And they all put their hands in their pocket. I've seen that one, and you know that's how life is, right? That's like the Wizard of Id, I think, is from where that's yeah, from, probably. Um, and yeah, wow, um, you're right. And I you're could, right. I could, you know, we kind of started this out, and we kind of discussed. I wasn't not here to criticize these candidates. God bless them; they want to go out and mm-hmm. and change the world. Hey, I'm all for that, right? Um, Steve Jobs says you got to be careful with people that want to change the world because they might do it, right? <laughs> and he did. And he did. <laughs> and and he, he's a great example mm-hmm. of what I was saying earlier. He was a horrible person, right? I mean, by all accounts, he was a horrible personal person. He was a bad dad. He was a bad wife, husband. He was bad all these things. But he's a genius, right? Mm-hmm. So when he dies, everybody's like, oh, man, I miss Steve Jobs. You really miss Steve Jobs? There's people as smart as him, but he, at the end of his life, just really came out and said, I, I screwed up. You know, yeah, it was great to do all these things and invent all this stuff, but I was a bad person. Don't want, our legacy, like Tony Russo said, it's about our kids. It's about all those things. And you start getting like that when you get older, right? I, um, I'm going to do a podcast probably Friday that's about, I'm going to, Start complaining about people being on my lawn, right? I'm getting to that age. I don't. I don't know how I got this way, but <laughs> I'm so irritated at so many things uh-huh. that I, that I just think that happens when you get older. And I would love to see some younger people. I think Kaylin Frank's going to be a good, you know, in the future, be good. I think she's getting pulled around a little bit by the grandpa figures that are in the mm-hmm. council. Um, but once I think she hits her stride, I think that's going to be – she'll be very progressive. I'd love to see some younger people in the city council. I just don't think it's going to – you know, I, I agree with these guys. They're getting – who are. I don't think Voss is going to get taken out. And the other two guys are going to be whoever they brought in. And I know that's horrible to think of, mm-hmm. but isn't that how we build baseball teams and companies and all that stuff? We bring in the people we want in there so we can get things done the way we want. Well, I mean, I think that's been the pattern historically in yeah. Poway. Uh, Everywhere. Okay. For the and, paddock, it, that's, that's, the, that's always how it happens. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So I think, you know, there, there, like we've talked about this, there are candidates that are running for office that are, we'll call status quo. You know, that they may not be an incumbent, but they're kind of aligned with the city council. Mm-hmm. And there's other candidates that we'll call change candidates of varying degrees of change. Um, those change candidates historically have had a difficult time winning. And so the question then, be, or frankly, they rarely ever win. So will this time to be different? You know, if people are angry and they're upset with all this development, maybe. But if you're a betting man, I mean... I don't want to take you down a different path, but I want to use an analogy of that. And this has been going on for the last year, two, five years, whatever. Mm -hmm. In the NFL, I looked it up the other day. There's 78% of the NFL players are players of color. Mm -hmm. Okay? Yeah. No big deal. Love watching the NFL. Love all these athletes. Hate. I really hate when people go, well, he's a... Uh, a black running back or a you know Hispanic kicker. I really hate those when they do that. Yeah, but I do too. The reality is so seventy eight percent of the, mm-hmm. and when you go to the ownership and coaches, look at how that changes. It's it almost goes the opposite way. So those twenty two percent of players end up being coaches and owners and things like that. Mm-hmm. How can that be? How can you not as an owner say seventy eight my seventy eight percent of my team is 
has color in it, right? And I'm not hiring them to be coaches. How stupid, how short-sighted is that? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? On the owner's side, it's kind of hard. They already own the teams. You know, that's going to have to cycle out, right? Or with women, when we say, well, women should get paid less if they're in a corporate job as a guy. How can, how can if she's bringing in the same profit and everything? I get it with sports. That's all about marketing and 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 marketing dollars and things like that. If people aren't watching, you can't, you know, it's just like mm-hmm. I said, if there's no bodies in Poway, there's no restaurants opening in Poway. So when you look at, um, so it's the same thing in politics. You just said they bring in people that are kind of aligned with their thoughts. Mm-hmm. Makes it easier for them. They don't have to argue. Mm-hmm. Voss will be the first one to tell you that he's voted against some things that got passed. And that's how it goes. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing he can do. He's on the hook for it, by the way, because he's, in essence, the boss. Yeah, it was like the quarterback, right? That's right. They he's always going to be on the, the blame. Hook. Yeah. Um, look, Steve Voss is a politician. He oh. can tell me all day he's not. I know Steve. I've had lunch with him just recently, you know, maybe six months ago. And I've asked him to do me favors, and he didn't do them. Not favors. Uh, that sounded really bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're one of those guys. <laughs> I asked him to uh, – there was a program that I was involved in, and, I, and he actually know what he did is he said, look, we can't do it in Poway, but I can give you something in San Diego to contact. Mm-hmm. It was an educational thing. It didn't work out, but – I mean, I've ta- he said no to us when we were at the chamber. We had some requests that he said no to. And mm-hmm. we also teamed up with them to um, to try to do some things collectively as a community. Sure. You know? But I, I just think that what you said is true, and it's not going to change. Mm-hmm. But not, not tomorrow. Yeah. That, that's why I'm fascinating with these, these races, because, because there's so much change going on in Poway. Are the voters willing to— really, you know, shuffle the deck on the leadership in our city? Um, Are they that angry? Or is there this kind of quiet, silent majority that exists in Poway that's going to back those status quo established candidates no matter what? You know, I don't think it's either one. I think you have 50,000 people and 30,000 didn't care. (laughs) Yeah, they just want to. Yeah, they just want things to go on, and they don't want. But the voter turnout in Poway is pretty good. I wish I had the numbers in front of me, but it's higher than you would think. It's higher than what you're saying. I want to. I want to see that. Yeah. I, I, and when you get those, send them to me. I, I want to see because I, I think will. that's interesting. I just look. Have you ever seen these guys on the street that'll go out and, and ask somebody, when was the bicentennial, right? It's like these Jay, kids. Jay Leno, right? Man yeah, they're on the like, street. Oh, 1942. Yeah. I think most people are, are at that level. <laughs> like, listen, if Voss didn't wear a cowboy hat, you wouldn't even know he was. Yeah, that's why he wears it. Yeah. Yeah. We were at a, we did a um, mixer at the road for the roadie, pre-rodeo mixer a couple of years ago. Um, and I said, you know, Steve, what's funny is this is the only time I can't tell where you're standing because everybody had a cowboy hat on, right? It's rodeo. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know. I, I just, I just, I just don't think people know, and especially younger people. Like if I asked my daughter, right, she got a voter thing, right? Mm-hmm. She came to our house. Mm-hmm. She didn't know it was on the ballot. She doesn't even know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Most of my kids don't. My son does, but he only watches one channel. I mean, that's the other danger you have. Right. You know, I have we have some, a friend of ours, a couple, that one watches Fox, one watches CNN. And when they come over for dinner, my wife's like, don't you bring up politics. And I'm like, <laughs> just, just once. I just want to do it for dessert. 
and watch them go, whoop, you know. Yeah. But anyway. We have a couple more comments from people here in the, in the live stream. <laughs> so this is all good, man. So, uh, all right, let's see who we got here. Um, where do we leave off? Uh, oh, so click on my wife real quick. Okay, here's Kit. Here. Yeah, she put something there. Go, so in, it, go into Jack in a Box for those pics. They have all those pictures in Jack in a Box. The historical power. Yeah. So that Jack in a Box has always been there. Mm-hmm. And it's changed. The look has changed about 15 times. But they have those historical pictures up there. Nice. And you can just kind of go to each one and kind of check it out. It's pretty cool. Nice. Well, I, I see the ones online. Um, from the Poway Historical Society mm-hmm. and from Mary Shepherdson. And then the city of Poway will put some stuff out too, which is pretty cool. But that book I have is kind of similar to that. Yeah. When I find that, I'll come over and loan it to but you. But that's and you 1970s, which would be great because usually the historical things I see of Poway are like 100 years ago. Well, that might have 100 year old pictures. It was, it was just that it was published that then. Okay. And I didn't even get it. It was my stepdad's. My stepdad moved to Poway in 58, I think. Mm-hmm. And his kids all went to, um, I won't tell you who my stepdad was because some of the people might know his family and I don't, I'm not interested in them knowing, but um, they weren't horrible family or anything. They just were popular. So there was a lot of us, a lot of us on both sides. Four, I had, we had four people in our family and they had five. So just in, uh, and then I grew up with families back then that had 15 kids, you know, 15 remember how that kids. was. It's like me. It's like me uh, with all these kids. Wow. I have two, two and done. That's yeah. it. I don't know how you do it. Well, it's done now. Nothing yeah. I can do. Well, it's blended family too. It makes <laughs> yeah. it a little more complicated. It's like the Brady Bunch. Yeah. So, um, what's uh, here's here's Tony Russo. You have a great view of a hole in the ground. No, 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 no. Oh, oh, down. Oh, yeah. If he's yeah, talking we're about talking about the outpost here, dude. I listen, Tony. I'm with you on that. I have no. You got me on that one. I don't know what the hell to do. I swear to God, I'm just ready to put a flagpole in the middle of it and fill it with grapes or something. I don't even know. <laughs> and then. <laughs> So I went to that whole thing. I remember talking to the guys because they were from Canada, I think. I yeah, think I the think so. developer was yeah. from Canada. Why did we – oh, so he was going to join the chamber and he was going to do all this thing. And I emailed him. He didn't follow up. I'm like typical, you know, mm-hmm. asshole. So <laughs> um, – and then they were building it and they were moving along, right? Uh-huh. This and that and that and this. And um, if they did not do that ground test that everybody was talking about mm-hmm. – that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, that's crazy. And Peter, I mean, listen, Peter, back in the day, we would have just stuck up, you know, we would have stuck a pipe in the ground and said, yep, that's wet. You know, that's. Or you would just look to. They few, could have done a version of that. Right? Yeah. Or just look down the road a little bit and oh, there's a creek, you know, yeah. so and we're in the bottom of a valley. Could put a swimming pool in there, I guess. They could. Underground swimming pool. There's a lot of options. So um, let's see who else we got here on the live stream. This is Yuri Bolin. The plan for Restaurant Row only included two restaurants in the Fairfield project. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think. So when they came to us and they said, hey, I remember because they took us. They take us to lunch? No, we sat down next to the chamber office when it was on Midland Road, and it was at uh, Smoking Jay's. And the mm-hmm. guy pulls the plans out, and he's got all these – they had these really bitching um, – whoever does their graphics was really awesome, right? So they have these cool books and everything. And I'm kind of looking over it, and I finally told the guy, you know, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't – I'm just running the chamber. <laughs> My job is to get as many people in a room as I can and have them do business together. Mm-hmm. Would more people – generate more business I could, theoretically that would be true yes yeah. and if i can get more business at that yogurt shop or wherever they stay a member longer i keep my job longer that was all it was right 
So when they said it to me, I'm like, dude, I don't know. It's it's a city issue. Go take it to the city. And then, But they got the board to bless off on it. And like I said, I wasn't part of the board. I'm not saying they did it, not me. Maybe I would have agreed with it. Mm-hmm. I totally agreed with that hotel up in the up in the business park. General Atomics blessed off on that. I, it was only like 12 feet, and you can't see it. But it could open Pandora's box for other things, too. Now, this is the hotel we were talking a little bit about before we got started. Mm-hmm. Is that the new one that's proposed that, that's going to be like five stories tall or something like that? Yeah, and it's in the parking lot, basically, of the— of that other parking of that other hotel, mm. what's that hotel? The Hampton. Yeah. So there's a piece of property there that would be that would work maybe for a Seven Eleven that this company bought, and they're going to produce. They want to do it. So Hyatt, one of the big motel hotel companies, are involved, and it was an issue where if like the Hyatt got involved, they had to have X amount of rooms, and they're not doing a deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And it required it to be that high. They were going to put a bar on top, too, I think. Really? Or something where you could see the ocean and have a drink. But That sounds cool. (laughs) It does sound cool, but it wasn't legal, right? So they had to have something change. And I get Pandora's box. Well, they did it. Why can't we? Kind of thing, you know. Well, yeah, because everyone's getting variances, and the Fairfield Project got a variance. Perry Ford got a variance when they went in and remodeled it. So, yeah. Yep. Okay, let's go down the list here. Okay, a couple, couple more here. Uh, Mike Devine, I'm so happy at 63. It's my third 21st birthday. So, so yeah, when I go to the store to buy liquor and they look at me, I'm like, don't even ask. <laughs> now, I'm not. I'm, I'm just a couple years behind you, Mike. But um, yeah, I do tell them sometimes. I'm almost three times the age. So, mm-hmm. so just give me my alcohol so I can get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> what do you like to drink? You say not beer. I'm a vodka guy. Okay, I like gin. Yeah, so. I used to drink whiskey, but it's too sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I was having some issue with sugar, so I don't drink a lot of sugar, but or eat a lot of sugar. But I, I drink way too much. Um, in fact, I'm a little drunk right now. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> What's in I that glass? Not, yeah, that's you put that down. I didn't put it down. I'm just kidding. Okay, so John Carson here. He's got a good comment. Poway is an apathetic voter base. That's what you've been saying, yeah. right? And John ran for office uh, four years ago, so he has a sense of that. John Carson. What does John Carson do? Do I know him? Sounds very familiar. Look, at I honestly, I grew up in this neighborhood, you know, since I was 12. And then I moved out a couple of years, got married, can move back in. And I'll, I swear to you, I knew everybody on the block, right? I was the mm-hmm. guy that'd go, who lives there? I'm like, oh, that's uh, so-and-so's cousin. That was the brother of the person that bought the house. And, and I, I knew all that, that mm-hmm. stuff. And people would come to me and say... Yeah, what happened to that house or this house? And I knew the owners, and I still communicate with a lot of the owners online. But if I went to them and asked them, hey, do you know who Kayla Frank is? They'd go, oh, mm. they don't, no one cares. Mm-hmm. It's sad, but it's also one of these things where, look, we hired them to do the job. Just do the job. I don't have time to mess yeah. with you no, anymore. That's, that's true. And listen, before I got involved with the chamber, and I got involved with the chamber because I was a member of the chamber, and I was doing a ton of business in the moving business. And Denise, or Denise, the, the gal that was running it quit. Just, I, I'm kind of embarrassed I forgot her name, but I, I'll remember it. She quit, and I'm like, hold on. Before you hire anybody, just let me do this part-time. I'll just do it part-time for a while until we find the right person. Mm-hmm. Let's just keep us get our head keep our head out of water. Ended up moving the chamber because they were paying a lot of rent in, on Midland Road. Moved it to a little shack. It got knocked down, by the way, because of those homes. And um, 
we got we got everything squared away financially. And then I went, well, this is pretty easy. I'll do it full time. So I left my moving job mm-hmm. and was doing marketing. And then COVID hit, and I went, oh, see you later. <laughs> see you, Chamber. <laughs> see you, marketing, because right. no one was doing any marketing. Right. And that's where I'm going to boat them in. So my point to that is I didn't care about the city either. I didn't care. Mm-hmm. I've always told my kids, and I don't want to be a Tony Russo because he kept saying this last night, whatever the government's doing, whatever your friend's doing, whatever that person's doing, worry about yourself. Yes. Focus on what you're doing. Get educated if you need to. Mm-hmm. Do these things. Nobody is going to come and hand you anything, so just forget it. I don't care what they're doing. Just go do what you're doing. I tell the same thing about our government right now. The government's going to do what the government does, right? I, You're only going to be around this earth for so long. I mean, I'm at the back end, right? Mm-hmm. So I got some time to do some things I want to do, and I'm going to do those, and I don't care what they do. They can raise taxes. They can do anything. I'll make more money. I was never one of those people that click, click coupons. I'm just like, oh, I need more money. I better go sell a bigger job. Mm-hmm. You know, because they're going to come get the money one way or the other. If they don't get it from the water, they're going to get it from taxes. They're going to get it from a bond. They're going to get it some, somehow. They're going to get that money. Well, I mean, it's kind of like you know, control what you can control, right? One hundred percent. And that's kind of part of the the message that I like to preach. This whole notion of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness is about living your life and kind of living it with gusto and going for it. And yeah, there's all this other bullshit happening around you and you can't really control it. And if you spend your time and energy on it, it'll drag you down. But here I am spending time and energy on politics. Well, and any of these, (laughs) listen, I would feel horrible for any of these candidates, incumbents or whatever, Uh to have this vision and go in and get dejected. I'd hate to have that happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think that's what's going to happen. Well, if you that, get, let's say, a Tony Russo in there, yeah. and he really has a great heart and he wants to do these things, mm-hmm. I, I believe him. Why wouldn't I believe him? I don't know Tony that well, but he's always had a consistent message. I've never seen him go off the rails, you know. And I'd hate to see him get in there and work his ass off and then have it not happen because he has those other people in his way. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't know where you. I don't know where you move. Where it's not a problem. Correct. You know, I don't know. If, the the if grass you to, isn't always green. Yeah, if you go to Stillwater, Oklahoma or whatever. My son texted me the other day said, we have tornadoes tonight. <laughs> you know, I've never texted anybody that we're having a tornado tonight. He's in <laughs> Texas. And he says, it's, you know, it's 118 degrees. I'm like, yeah, it's not. It's not here. It's hot. It's 89. I'm burning my ass off. He's like, really, Dad? And I'm like, well, my daughter lives in New, in New Orleans. She was in, during Ida, she was in a level five um, contained building because mm-hmm. she's a public relations person and she loves politics. I want to strangle her. <laughs> and they were having a t- hurricanes and her daughter and her husband had to leave mm-hmm. while she was in this. Now she was safe, but you really want to you really want to go out and go. You know, I know I parked my car here and it's well, you know, down the street. I got to tell you this story. Is this kind of funny? It's like twenty years ago. We had a tornado in Poway. I don't know if you mm-hmm. remember. I in the remember. news. Yep and. The day that it happened was that morning I had a vasectomy. <laughs> so you're the one that did it. And so I came home and I've got like a frozen bag of peas on me and I'm on the couch and all of a sudden there's a tornado in Poway and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> so that landed, it, I, I'm pretty sure this happened in, in Garden Road. They lost a couple like fences. Like yeah. They didn't fall over. They were down the yeah. street. Yeah. And that's where we lived, you know, off Garden oh, Road right. when that that's happened. Said, and yeah. we're like, oh, my God. I remember that. Yeah. Listen, I remember, oh, my God, 
So here's a here's an interesting story. When I was a kid, we had these torrential rains in like '78, right? Mm-hmm. And I was working in a grocery store. So much water, it was running into the doors at, at Food Basket in Escondido. Oh wow! We had to shut the store down. And this is really age thing. Remember the old registers where you went and then you hit that button and it went. Oh yeah. So that's old school. We lost all the power that time and during some fires we had. And Lake Hodges, when you drove over Lake Hodges, there's a guy in a boat right there. You're mm-hmm. looking at your car going, what's up, dude? I mean, that's how high Lake Hodges was. Yeah. We had to crank those cash registers, and they wouldn't, you know, you had to crank them like this for the checker to get the people out of the store. We had big four-wheel drive trucks and big tires, and we used to, we'd go into where, um, go into these houses over where the girls' softball field is mm-hmm. and get people out of their houses. Because there's water and mud three feet up on those things. Oh, my God. That whole place was just flooded. It was crazy. So there was a Christmas tree farm where the girls' softball thing I remember that. Yeah. We got a tree there one year. Right. And the reason they – there's nothing else you could do with that. Right. I'll tell you a funny story. I'm at a customer's place one time, and we were talking – he says, yeah, I live in Powell. I said, oh, yeah, no shit. Where do you live? He's like, oh, I live off of Midland. And I said, uh, yeah, I said, I'm over there all the time because my, um, my daughter plays softball. And I said, and yeah, there's this uh, person that really has a hard, and I almost said a B word, right? <laughs> there's this person that has a problem with the noise over there. Yeah, there's one very outspoken person. Yeah, it's his wife. Oh, it is. And I'm talking to my customer. Oh, no. I won't say his name, but. Okay. And I'm like, and I'm, I was just close to, and this was a big account. <laughs> I would have, I would have lost my job. <laughs> and uh, yeah, but anyway, she, I ended up going to that softball field for a few years and. You know, mm-hmm. doing all that stuff. Now it's a I think it's a great part of Poway, and it's a neat thing to put there because if it does flood, it, yeah. Yeah, it's recoverable. And the, the the hamburger factory back then, Tony will remember this, was just like a, one building. I think those other buildings were there, but the, it was just like an ice cream shop. Yeah, they didn't serve food you or hear anything. It's for sale. I did hear that, and I'm this could be interesting. But you gotta you gotta gut the whole thing and put like a brewery or something in there. Somebody said they'd like to see a hop stop type business going there. Now, see, mm-hmm. that would be attractive to younger people. Not to me, but to younger mm-hmm. people. I'd been to the Hop Stop. I had a good hamburger there, but it was lunchtime. I don't, I wouldn't drink at lunch. Mm-hmm. But um, It's a cool vibe at the Hop Stop. Yeah, I have a lot of my friends that, um, you know, talking about Facebook, and this kind of ties into that, I have more friends in high school now than I had in high school, right? I'm friends, I probably have 150, 200 friends from high school, on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we'll communicate, and they'll post pictures of their kids and grandkids. That's kind of what I use Facebook for. It's just yeah. fun, right? Yeah. Um, and I use it for marketing. I advertise things. I put videos on there for for the podcasts and things like that. And this is one of those tools where you can use really positively, right? oh, for sure. Versus, you can be an asshole, right? <laughs> There's plenty of them. Online. I know, and yeah. I don't. Um, you know, except for everything being true on the internet, I you know try to stay. No, I'm just kidding. So I just use Facebook to communicate. I brag about my kids or grandkids or my friends or an event we go to. I have done. Yes, I cooked this tonight. I've done that. I'm that guy, too, Yeah. that I made. You know, I learned how to do uh, indirect heating on my Weber. You know, I'm that guy, too. Yeah. But I, I think there's so many positives to it. And um, just like we were talking earlier, there's a lot of positives to being in 2022, almost 2023. 100%. But. I don't really want to go back, dude. I, uh, I don't want to go back to the 70s. No, not at all. No, there's no way. There's, I, no, there's no better time to be alive than right now. And when I was thinking about the responses we were going to get for 
um, from you know what I say. You know, Julian's one of those towns that hasn't changed in forever. Right. Although I'll tell you a funny story. When I was at Pepsi, I had to deliver tanks up. I was a service manager, and I had to deliver tanks, and we had to take some Pepsi equipment up there to a Subway sandwich. Mm-hmm. I'm like, Subway sandwich? And Julian? Really? That and the Dairy Queen they put in one of these buildings. I'm like, this is Julian. But That's- you know what it was funny? They cranked because people were familiar with the food. They knew what they were going to get. Ah, okay. So it's kind of a psychological thing. Now it's yeah. not there anymore because mm-hmm. uh, we were just up there like a month ago. But my mom lived in Julian, so I was up there like, I don't know, all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. And then when she passed away and my dad's passed away, we sold the house. I didn't really want to go back, but we just went back for the first time in a long time. So if you want to move back to a town like Poway was, Northern Ramona or Julian. Mm-hmm. How do you think people in pa- in Ramona felt when they put the estates in? Oh, yeah. I bet that. They must have been crapping. The same thing. It's like, yeah. this is a country, and they put the estates in. So we looked at those houses when I was a kid and went up and watched Bobby Riggs play tennis. Oh, yeah. I remember. got a free watch, you know. <laughs> That's how old I am. <laughs> yeah. I just remember him playing against, uh, uh, why am I spacing on the lady's name? Um, Billie Jean King. Billie Jean King, yeah. yeah but he would go up there and do demos. He would do, like, demos, and they would, you know. It was a timeshare, kind of a timeshare yeah. gig. Kind of like Lawrence Welk or something. Yeah. Hey, we got a couple more comments here. Um, Steve Dallas, why aren't you running the chamber now? Um, I want to be careful how I answer this. Well, when COVID started, um, they chose not to get any help from the government like we should have, as far as I'm concerned. They probably never heard this from me. They're going to hear it right now. They should have went and got those loans, things like that, and kept me in charge because I was good at it and we were, I did a good job. You know, Mm -hmm. it was, I'll, I'll tell you if I don't do a good job on something, but we were doing a good job. And, um, so they let me go because if they couldn't afford me, right, I got paid. So then they hired somebody else that's doing it part-time now that was the board chair. So I'm a little bit bitter about it, but I don't need to publicize it. Okay. That's all I'll say about it. Well, that's uh, that's from Steve Dallas. Who, I don't know by who the way, Steve Dallas That's is. the pseudonym for Mike Devine. So Steve Dallas, I think, is one, from one of those Bloomberg characters. Oh, uh, so you know shows? how I know Mike? I mean, I, let me say, I don't know Mike, but he used to go to LA Fitness all the time, and I would see him because he's a big guy. Yeah, tall guy. And yeah. then he used to run up and down... Um, um, what was it? One of the stove drive, I think. Mm-hmm. He would be exercising on a stove all the time. Does yeah, he own a business over there? He's a big time runner, walker, hiker, exerciser. Yeah. yeah. So I just, I know what he looks like because I used to see him at the gym all the time. But you know, when you're in a gym, you have headphones on. No one talks to you to, you know, anybody. <laughs> he, but he was one of the staple guys in the gym. Uh, this is from Tony Russo. You're a funny man. Love your way of thinking. Okay. And my wife, yes, Denise, uh, or Dolores Canizala, she was the one running the chamber. Dolores, yeah. Yeah, she she works for um, school district now. I believe she's still there. Uh, and Mike Devine says, I designed the restrooms in the softball fields designed for flood paint. Can be done. Old stone. Um, you know, that place, I, I thought it came out awesome. Um, I can't think of anything more that I'd rather listen to. Than traffic or whatever, than girls screaming about you know <laughs> softball, right? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty cool sound, right? If that's what um, I get, it, it probably gets deafening, and they don't play at night anyway. I guess they play late during the summer, but well, you know that road right next to it, York. Mm-hmm. Um, the people that live there um, were able to convince the school, uh, the 
uh, Poway girls softball to not start practices until eight in the morning. Because you know, that's fair. They show up before yeah. you know, an hour before the game for warmups because they want to sleep in the morning. I know? think that's a fair request, and I think yeah. that's nice that if they accommodated that. Yeah. You know, I hate to use this this phrase because it reminds me of a bad time, but we we all just need to get along, right? I'm going to talk about Rodney King, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in his infinite stupidity and wisdom at the same time, we really just need to try to get along. We, we're really fighting each other on a lot of things. And I've, I was not this open-minded years ago. I am much better listener than I used to be. And sometimes... If you came to our house and we were and we were to make you dinner and you didn't like something, you're not going to hurt my feelings to say, I'm not eating that shit. Eddie. I don't eat Brussels sprouts, blah, 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 whatever the thing is. And I would hope that people would go, oh, dude, I should have asked you. Right. Yeah. That's not a popular thing. You know, I don't make my kids eat stuff that mm-hmm. I didn't like when I was a kid. My mom forced liver down me about twice. And I'm like, I'm never yeah, eating yeah, that again. Yeah. I, I I just don't know what there's always compromise and and Tony was saying it too. There is a lot of things you know. My, my dad used to say common sense isn't common. It's not common anymore, right? And, and my ki- when you, my kids do stupid shit, I go, oh, that's because they're kids, right? Mm-hmm. But when fifty year old, sixty year old people do it, I'm like, oh my god, what's wrong with you? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. These the bad part of the internet where we're watching Karens, these Karens fighting at restaurants, people throwing. <laughs> You know, you know what would happen back in the day if you did that in Poway? You would have been found in a box somewhere. You wouldn't be dead. But yeah. It wouldn't feel good. Yeah. <laughs> but we can't do that anymore. We can't hurt anybody's feelings. We can't, yeah. you know. It's just gotten – that part of um, progression has really irritates me. There's we a couple more here. tough from, anymore. You're right. I mean, Poway must have been a little bit more rough and tumble back in the day than it is now. Yeah. Uh, Mike Devine runs Scripps Poway Parkway and the gym. Yeah, I see. I used to see him all the time. Okay. Pete Neal wants to get back to these motorcycles. Ed, have you ever had to make a three-point turn on a Harley? No. Did they have like a reverse on those things? On a three-wheeler, they do. In fact, I saw a three-wheeler today, and I said, if I get that old where I got to ride a three-wheel Harley, I'm done riding Harleys. Um, have I ever did? I don't think so. I don't really make, I try not to make U-turns, period, Pete, on yeah. a Harley. I'd rather ride for another 15 minutes. And and what is your favorite road in SoCal for a half-day bike ride? Uh, you know, I did, told you I went up to, with Barry Leonard to, um, to, where did we go? What's that? Uh, Dudley's. Yeah. Oh, that yeah. Was that, nice. that bakery there in San, um, San Isabel. That was nice. My wife and I used to try to get on the bike on like Thanksgiving morning. There's no one on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the beach, but too much shifting. There's too many lights. Um, I don't know. I miss my Harley, but I just go to Stater Brothers for five minutes and watch the parking lot and go, oh, I'm glad I don't have it now. Well, Mayor Voss has like a Vespa or something like that, doesn't he? No. These, it's funny because they invited me to go. All these guys have bikes. So uh-huh. I was over at Mullen's house. No offense, John, if you're listening. And he's got like a... I almost said a really bad word. <laughs> almost slipped there. Maybe I'm getting tired. Okay. He does not have an American-made motorcycle. We'll say it that way. Okay. All right. And uh, no, I have some friends that are friends with him. I think he's got a Triumph, I think, um, which that's really not a motorcycle either. Sorry, Steve. But <laughs> that's like a Vespa to me. Oh, wait, wait. Excuse me. Right. He does have a Triumph. Mm-hmm. But I thought he had like a smaller bike too. No? Well, then he's even... Okay. Weirder than I thought. Okay, I maybe wouldn't. I'm confusing things. Okay, so yeah. 
Um, I'm tempted to buy a Vespa mm-hmm. and wear my Harley stuff around Penasquitas. Uh-huh. And I put a full face helmet on so no one saw me with the tattoos. And the big chopper like bars on a Vespa? Yeah. <laughs> I have a beach cruiser like that with those big bars. Um, this is from Delana Ops. What changed to make you more open-minded, Ed? Children. Um, it's it's great. You know, my parents were pretty hard at you know, kind of a hard asses. And my dad passed away when I was 19, and I was fortunate enough to be working nights at the time. And so when I my mom had retired, so when I came home from work, we'd spend hours talking about my dad. And you know, my dad had a, a rough life and pretty bad drinking problem. And she kind of got me to understand my dad as a as a person, right, not as a dad, and her as a person too. So we got to talk about a lot of stuff she liked when she was growing up and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so the 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 raising the rearing part kind of was gone you know we already knew right from wrong mm-hmm. and now it was kind of the educational part and i did the same thing with my kids i think i took more of a hard line so i have three kids from two relationships not everybody needs to know this but you're going to get it now and then my wife has two children so that's the eight kids and we had six daughters with living with us in poway at one mm-hmm. time for a long time put six kids through poway high um and as I got – as I started watching them, first of all, I don't know how some of them have the political views, we'll say. After growing up in my house, I'm like, what the hell did you learn that? Well, you know, they get outside influences and things. Yeah. And they chose – you know, they didn't necessarily – we were Catholics and we were, went to church every Sunday. But they chose to change their views on that too, which as a parent, sometimes that's a little irritating. But I also understand they're their own people. So mm-hmm. – just that statement right there, being a Catholic, is about as open-minded as you can get. <clears throat> so I kind of just got to be a better listener. And t- and if when you're around seven girls, you know, and then my wife, eight, and then a dog. and um, <laughs> Feeling outnumbered? Yeah, you start to uh, – well, first of all, you start to have more respect for women, which yeah. I, did not, I did not have respect for women. But you have a new respect. I, the podcast I did this morning was with a gal that's – is really an empowered woman, right? Mm-hmm. And I like working with women better a lot of times. I think they're more organized in my view and the ones I worked with. So I guess that was a long answer, but just starting to open my mind up a little bit to other things. Yeah, Not sure. everybody likes Brussels sprouts, right? <laughs> I only like them if my wife makes them, so you know, that's the thing. I have a Brussels sprout story. Okay. So when I was a kid, my mom would make Brussels sprouts and we would eat them, and my, 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 me and my stepfather, afterwards, we'd be watching TV, and we'd be farting up a storm, the things that make you fart. And, but we hated them, but we thought it was funny because we would fart. But anyways, when I got into my you know, adult years, I just didn't eat Brussels sprouts for the longest time. But now I love them, especially when you roast them in the oven. And, my, and, my wife oh, does all kinds really of stuff. really good. So when we met, she wasn't this incredible cook or anything. We were both equal cooks. You know, yeah. We made family meals and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a couple of times we've gone to restaurants and I'm like, man, this is good. She's like, I could make this. And she'd go home and like make, make like shrimp scampi or something. Nice. I'm like, holy Christ, this is better than a restaurant. Yeah. Plus, we were eating clean for a long time and we and we know what's in it. Mm-hmm. And I swear, dude, she can literally make – we go to a restaurant, she can make it. So now if we want something fancy to eat, sometimes we go out. But she'll just – like, oh, I can do that. God. Just eyeballs it too. It's not even like she. Wow! And it always comes out good. So Brussels well, you're, sprouts. You're fortunate. I never ate Brussels sprouts when I was a kid, mm-hmm. but she makes them. I'm like these kick ass. Yeah, right? they're great. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
<laughs> farting. I don't need Brussels sprouts for that. I, I think that's a. <laughs> it was let's a thing. not go down that road. Yeah, okay. It was it was a thing. All right. So uh, John Carson says the world would be better if we could whip more people's asses in public. <sighs> Dude, so. I mean, you can kind of look at me. I'm not a. Uh, I grew up in the construction industry and grew up in the 70s, and I remember the days when I always got irritated when my kids would get in a, you know, some scuffle at school, and they're like, "Well, we don't fight here." And I said, "Let me tell you something. I'd rather have two eight-year-olds going at it and learning about pain and things like that than two 16-year-olds stabbing each other." Oh well, yeah. I think if we're gonna let them fight, if we're gonna get them, let's let's manage their anger and all those other things as little kids right my mom used to make us go fight kids she'd say that kid's gonna keep picking on you gotta go fight him i'm like what are you talking about she's like you need to go and i'm like you're sending me this kid's gonna whip my ass but it didn't always happen that way Mm -hmm. sometimes i won the other smart thing i did is i i had a really one of the toughest families in poway that i befriended (sighs) never had any problems in high school because they all knew i knew them they're like all right messing with that he knows those guys yeah i wasn't tough i just knew people yeah and that 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 makes a difference i I remember from my days i learned early Okay, so um, now Pete is still on the motorcycle. Oh, thing. good lord! We I'll have go to, to Maui go to with Maui. you, brother. All right, they're great roads. I'll get you some videos to visually mm. practice. Um, Delena says Catholicism is tough these days. Yeah, I, I, um, I think that. Boy, here's a statement you probably shouldn't make in public. I think Catholicism is as a fundamental basis is a genius religion. I think it's the only religion. But boy, have we screwed it up, right? Have people messed it up? I put out a video sometimes. It's called The Barstool and the Church Pew. And there's a guy talking about how this guy that was going to the bar all the time decided to go to church one day. And when he got there, he just got judged so much, right? Mm -hmm. And he said, you know, I felt more loved in the bar. And when you think about, I want to get a sidetracked here. If you think about the basis of any Christian religion, Jesus didn't care who his disciples were, right? He just, he took on the raggedy of the braggedy, right? Yeah. And, and then turned them into disciples. So we need to start thinking that way, right? Just because someone looks like they do, it's not necessarily, we got to be more open-minded when we meet people. I have learned something from everybody I've ever met. Look, I'm not friends with all these people on here. I told you I wasn't a politi- politician, mm-hmm. but I don't hold anything against them for being politicians, Right. Yeah, I think yeah. it's noble that they're doing what they're doing. Yeah, right on. I just told somebody once they wanted me to be on the board of the Poway Chamber before I became the president. And I said, I just don't like collective decisions. Right. Okay. I want to be the leader. I don't want to do stuff your way because I lost a vote. Nope. Mm-hmm. I would. I went to a city council meeting and I actually went there just to be a positive person. All I said was, I appreciate what you guys do. Chris Hazeltine, welcome to the city of Poway. Sheriff, we appreciate what you do. I just, that's all I did for like a minute, whatever time they gave me. I said, nobody ever does that, right? So I said, I'm going to try something new. Mm-hmm. I think they just gave us some money too. Just kidding. <laughs> and, um, and, uh, bump, bump, bump. I just lost my train of thought. But, yeah, I forgot what I was going to say. Well, here I want to interject this. You, you were okay. bringing up the uh, Catholic Church and mm-hmm. and the bar and where people were most loved. Have you ever seen the movie, The Simpsons movie, when it came out? And, and Is that it was the cartoon? The cartoon, The oh, Simpsons, yeah. Homer never, Simpson. I never watched The Simpsons in my uh, life. Well, there was this one scene that was very funny, and and it was there was a a church, and across the street there was a bar, 
And I can't remember what happened in the movie. Some apocalyptic event happened in the little small town and like the world was going to end and all the church people ran out of the church and went into the bar. Yeah. And all the bar people ran out of the bar and went into the church. <laughs> well, I think yeah, I think maybe too many Catholics <laughs> run into the bars these days. But, yeah. um, I, you know. I ran the Knights of Columbus uh, organization. I'm a past Grand Knight in oh, right Conway. On. Yeah, my grandfather was in that group. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's a great group. They do a lot of great things. I didn't like the direction they were going, so I mm-hmm. told them they didn't like what I told them, and I'm not in the Knights anymore. Now, I'm, I'm part of um, Our Lady of Mount Carmel. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you something funny. I see uh, – what's her name? I'm not sure. I can't read it. Delvina? Delena Olps. Delena. Mm-hmm. She just said something about Catholic skin. But we've been going to Our Lady of Mount Carmel for – I don't know, a little over a year. You know what? No one's ever come up to me and introduced themselves. One guy I introduced myself to because I knew he was the Grand Knight. Really? Is that the saddest thing you've ever you, – you can ever – Well, people – one of the benefits of going to church is the community aspect, right? Don't you think? Yeah. But it's different, and there's a little bit different um, uh, ethnic makeup over there. Mm-hmm. And maybe I look scary. I mean, I'm pretty big. But mm-hmm. uh, you know when you go to the grocery store and – the checker's not didn't look like she's in too good of a mood, or he maybe they're having a bad day, and um, just saying to them, you know what, I really like those earrings. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you see what it does to people? It does. It makes a difference. Lights them up totally. I try um, to do that. My wife has a beautiful smile, and we'll be walking to the store, and she'll smile at somebody, and I'm like, you just made that person's day. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. One one stupid thing we can do, and I try to kind of do that every day. It's hard, man, because yeah. I get – as soon as I leave the house in the morning, I got to go by an elementary school, and these people can't drive. <laughs> and it, it takes every all my power to mm-hmm. be nice at that next stop, right? Mm-hmm. But you got we have to do more of that. Oh, I right? agree. Oh, I was know what I was going to say. So Steve Va- – I went to this city council meeting, and I think Yuri or someone was blowing him up, and he can't say anything, right? Right. And I'm like, oh, shit, that wouldn't happen with me. I'd, mm-hmm. get, I'd probably get – you know, I'd probably be yelling at Yuri, handcuffed, going, I'm, I'm, I'll be back. You know what I mean? <laughs> no offense, Yuri, but I, I just could not say anything. Right. So the first thing I wouldn't, I couldn't be, I couldn't sit in that position. No. I, I couldn't keep my mouth shut. You know, like when you said you have trouble with collective decisions, I get oh. it. Based on what I know of you, I mean, you make up your mind and you go do it. And you know what? I've been successful doing it that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I'm just going to – I know how to get shit done, right? I've done it all my life. I'll figure it out. Here's the thing. If I don't know how to do it, Mike Devine knows how to do it. I'll call I'll call you and say, hey, do you have his number? And I'll call him. Yeah. It's not that I know everything, but I know my limits and I know who when to call somebody and get him in there. Mm-hmm. But it's generally not – you know. A set. so I was talking to the Knights of Columbus at Our Lady of Mount Carmel, and I said, who runs your Facebook page? Because I went out there's 26 members, and their face was – That's all? <laughs> 250 members at – at this place, plus another 3,000 families at church. There's 26 yeah. people on his Facebook page. So they said, oh, uh, you know, Artie runs it or something like that. I said, yeah. who's Artie? He says, oh, he's one of the nice. I said, how old is he? He says, 74. <laughs> I said, There's I think it's time for Artie to get out of the social media seat and put someone else in yeah. there. So it's those kind of things where I don't want to hurt Artie's feelings, but he's not helping the cause, right? Wow. Here's a couple more comments here. Delena's lighting up the, the screen here. We're Catholics, and I notice a lot of people leaving the church. I think as parents, we have to let them make their own choices when the time comes. Well, you don't have a choice. I don't know how old your kids are. 
I'm sorry, Delena. I don't. I. Oh, I can see it now. I don't know how old your kids are, but you're not going to have a choice. And I think back to when I was 18, and my mom would tell me something, and I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever. I'm going to do things my way." So, and I did, and sometimes it didn't work out. Most of the time, it didn't work out. By the way, if I had listened to her, I'd probably be better off. But um, I just think back, and I didn't want—I didn't want to have an adversarial relationship with my kids when they got older, because mm-hmm. I talked to every one of my kids on a regular basis, pretty much, mm-hmm. right? In a in a good like no one's mad at each other. Do they make decisions I don't like? They do, and sometimes I tell them I don't like that. But you know what? <laughs> it's your life. Mm-hmm. And when the shit hits the fan, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll say I told you so one time. Right. I always do it one time. Mm-hmm. But sometimes they do things that worked out, and I'm like, well, I'm surprised it worked out. But good for you. Good. Yeah. Good job making a good decision. Right. These couple. They all have kids. All my kids have kids now. Is that true? It is. So they have to deal with, they got to deal with shit I dealt with. Right. Yeah, all my kids have kids. <laughs> so they get a taste of their own medicine. I am going to need a wheelchair ramp to okay. get out of here. Um, okay, so uh, Mike Devine says, my daughter became Catholic when she got married. I was raised Catholic, but married a Jew and just let the kids choose. Those are a lot of challenges a lot of families have, you know, because mm-hmm. I know for me, when I was raised, um, my family all came from an Irish Catholic community. Everybody yeah. was Catholic. Uh, but now, you know, there's interracial marriage, interreligious marriage. And, yeah, you, you're, you know, kids are going to be in a difficult spot when their parents are two different religions. I, and I agree, Mike. But I hate the uh, – we should just let them choose. <laughs> I, the only reason I hate that statement is because I got some kids that shouldn't be choosing stuff. But whatever. Just a few more but My comments. youngest is 26 years old. So, I mean, I don't have – I have grandkids, but my youngest child is 26. Wow. So they're, I mean, I was 26. I had three kids or two kids already. So, um, Delena goes on to say, I think for us, we go through so much to become confirmed Catholics that a lot of people stay, even when they don't believe anymore. So that's where you see straying. Well, here's, a, here's another thing I did. At the, so I taught a class. I helped teach a class for eight years, RCIA class, which is CCD, basically, catechism for adults. Mm -hmm. Confirmation is wasted on teenagers. They should not be getting confirmed in their teenagers. They have no clue what they're doing. Well, I was in the seventh grade when I was confirmed. All they're doing is doing what their parents told them to do. Pretty much, And they're getting confirmed. And Mm -hmm. then they get the Catholic guilt. When you become a Catholic as an adult, generally what I found is that people completely understand what they're getting involved in. It makes more sense. There's a lot of – there's reasons for, you know, there's certain things they've done that there's reasons why you do it that way. Sometimes the kids would ask me questions like, "Ah, you got me. I don't know why they do that. But as an adult, I can understand it, right? Mm -hmm. It's it's like a hundred – it's like these politics, you know. Uh, Try to explain all this shit to an 18-year-old. They're like, that doesn't go on. You're like, oh, yeah, that goes on. (laughs) When you get to be 40, you'll understand. Mm -hmm. So I think that, like I said, confirmation is wasted on children. I think that uh, you should have to wait until you're, you know, I think you have to wait till you're 25 to get confirmed, mm-hmm. uh, almost. I think that I used to say that I think you have to be you should have to be 30 before you can get a marriage license. Um, but some people are better at it younger and older. Yeah, so people are definitely getting married later now, you know. So in a lot of ways, I think that's good. It's good, but we're doing married stuff when we're 22 that we shouldn't probably be doing. And that could that could mean a lot of different things. You mm-hmm. make the call on that. But listen, I was in no shape to get married when I was 22 years old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mentally, I was not even close to being there. 
I'm not even sure I was ready when I was 24, but I did get married when I was 24. It didn't, it didn't work. It didn't work out. I mean, yeah. I was only married for five years. So yeah, that's young. Yeah. And, um, I was 29. Yeah. When I got married, it felt right. But my wife and I got married. We'll be married 20 years in March. Hey, excuse Bravo. me, February. <laughs> she probably threw something right when I said that. We met in March. In, okay. in February, we'll be married 20 years. And and I, I got to honestly say, I don't want to really go down this road, but it's probably the best marriage I've ever rented to anybody that has because we just don't argue. We just don't. We understand each other's quirks or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, it just works. Good for you. Yeah, I, we can I, spend all – we spend all this COVID time together. And it's no issue, right? I help her around the house. She helps me when I got to do it. We all, we just kind of pitch in and we're raising two kids together, grandkids. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know. It just, it works for us. Good for you. I think a lot of people would love to find out your secret formula, but maybe it's not that secret. Maybe it's, it's just, not a secret. It's letting know? a woman be a woman and a guy be a guy. Yeah. Right. And um, <laughs> she, I was 40 when we got married. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like I was changing you know, she kind of knew what she was getting. Do I do stuff she doesn't like? Of course I do, mm-hmm. you know. And But she does every, everything she does I love. <laughs> she's still watching. <laughs> but, you know, she's just a real reasonable per- – we're both pretty reasonable when it comes to our – and we and one of the things we did we, since we had kids, we took care of our own kids when it's – at a time when the situation had to be that way. Like – when you fall in love and get married and have kids, your relationship is most important. When you have kids and you get married, you got to make sure those kids are squared away. Oh, 100%. Right? So we had yeah. to, at times, had to say, look, I got to take care of this one. You take care of that one. Yeah. And then we would, you know, meet back in the middle collectively. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, we communicated a lot for the four years that we were dating, which she'll remind me all the time that we waited four years. But it was a good – it was what's made our marriage where it's at. It's, it's made it successful because we communicated a lot. Good for you. Yeah. No, I. that's probably my biggest success without a doubt. Um, well, here here, here she is. She's, <sighs> yeah, uh, thank God. She's congratulating you, crying, I'm <laughs> at, uh, yeah, laughing. That was close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, good on you, Kit. Um, and uh, John Carson said, married at 22 and still going 17 years. Amanda is my best friend. Good and for you. You got to have that attitude, man. And John, didn't you just have a um, an anniversary, right? Or was it a birthday? I can't remember. You were celebrating on Facebook. Um, maybe it was both. I don't know. Um, so Mike Ryan on the live stream. Hey, guys, what's up? So Yeah, Mike wants to come on my – I got to get him on my podcast. He's got a pretty good story. Oh, yeah. He's a great guy. Yeah. So um, actually, my wife and I and Mike and his wife were going out to dinner on Sunday night. Nice. Yeah. So good, they're a good family. Yeah, I'll get him on. I'll get him on there somehow. So let's let's circle back to Poway. I mean, we're going here okay. almost two hours. So, um, so any more thoughts? I mean, like, um, what do you what do you think is going to happen? Like, we were in this election thing. I know you don't want to talk about politics, but what's the future of Poway? Yeah, we can talk about politics. Yeah. I well, just, what's the future of Poway in your opinion? Where do you think this is all going? I think we all need to take a deep breath. And um, is it perfect? No, it's not perfect. The, the biggest problem I see is this. It's this hole in the ground. I mean, I don't know how the hell you're going to rectify that because anybody that comes in is going to lose money. Yeah. I mean, there's just no way unless they're going to – unless the city buys it and then – I don't know. I, I don't even know where I was going to go with it. I just don't see how you're going to fix that. That's going to be a challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, the housing thing, 
I, you gotta if, if you want to get more taxes in Poway and you need restaurants and you need gas, you know we did this big thing with the chamber where we were talking about buying local. I so that. the you should if you live in Poway, you should get your gas in Poway, your groceries in Poway. They brought up that these uh, that you know these big box stores are killing little guys. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't go. To, where am I going to buy shoes in Poway if I don't go to Walmart or? Costco. Where's a shoe store? There's actually one in the Target shopping center. You're right. And we do go buy shoes there sometimes. Yeah. What's that called? I know it's over by, it's by the less, pool place. Payless Shoe Store, is it? No, no, no. It's a... Uh, but it's right next to the pool place. Yes. Kelly Pools. It's not a... We go there and buy shoes because they got good shoes. Yeah. Like we, I actually, we just bought our granddaughter some shoes there. Mm-hmm. So, and groceries. When you go to when you go to Stater Brothers, that's not a small business. They're no. huge. Yeah. So they were talking about Amazon Prime. Oh, that shouldn't be here. Why not? Listen, mm-hmm. you're still going to get revenue in from the city in that store, right? Mm-hmm. It's not like when we were kids where you had a bike shop and you had a flower shop. Well, they're still bike and flower shops. But it's not these little, you know, well, shoe stores or – Well, like it used to be the pet and feed store. Well, there's a feed store too. But, yeah. you know, there used to be little neighborhood pet stores, neighborhood hardware yeah. stores. And, you know, the world's changed. That's Mayberry RFD, you know? Yeah. Talking about marriage, you know, I just saw a meme the other day where nobody in maybe our RFD was married except the drunk guy that was in the tank all I the time. I saw that one. That that was, that's good. And, you um, know, by the way, Mayberry RFD, they're downtown, no setbacks. The yes. storefronts are right on the sidewalk. Good idea. And Barney had a bullet, so we were good. <laughs> um, the Andy Griffith show, I guess we should start with that because well, that's how that was the, the beginning same, of it. I, no, that I, changed. I get confused between the two. But, um, you should really buy local. Like, I should be buying down the street from my house because oh, that's agree. where the taxes stay, right? So that's important. Um, the car dealerships, I was always wondered about the car dealerships when they came to town. First of all, I was surprised that they were five miles in off the freeway. Well, They're yeah, about four and a half miles in. That's an awkward spot. Um, mm-hmm. Unless the thought was, well, they'll stop at places on the way in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it usually doesn't happen. Um, so my thoughts on, I don't know, man. You ever bought any cars there from the uh, Poway dealers? Oh, sure. Both yeah. of our cars we bought. There. See, I bought some there and had great experiences. I've been to other dealers, and they were unwilling to negotiate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I ended up buying the car outside of Poway. And I, I mean, that's a lot of tax dollars, right? Sure. You want to keep it in town. So I think, like I said, if you're going to get gas, think about it. Get gas in Poway when you're headed out. Gas? Or headed in. Sure, anything. I don't use gas. Well, you don't use gas. <laughs> You live in this <laughs> solar-powered electric uh, cars is yeah. what we drive. Yeah, that's a whole other podcast because I'm not a big fan of those. I know you're not. Well, I, I, uh, I'll battle you on that one. Because when you, when you get rid of that battery, I don't know where you're going to put it. You know what we could do? We could put it in that hole on Poway Road. There you go. All it's going to be a battery recycling yeah. center. <laughs> um, but I think that it, it'll it'll settle down once this thing on um, SDG&E is done on Pomerado, That's It will be done eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, that was... Completely needed, by the way. I was new people at SDG&E, and that was a smart thing to do. They should have the put a bigger pipe line, in. Right? Yeah. They should have put a bigger pipe in, by the way. Well, put as big a one in as you Because you're going to be pulling that out again in 15 years. Yeah. Um, that's just my theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the the apartments, I, I they just look like apartments to me. So there were no such thing as a townhome when I was a kid, right? Yeah, you had yeah. apartments, you had houses. That was it. That was it. But then they turned the apartments into townhomes. I don't know how they did that. They said... You're now a townhome, and they cost more. It's more you can buy it, right? I don't know who's moving into those places. I don't. The people that my kids go to school with are so much younger than me that I don't really talk to the parents. They may live in places like that. I don't know. 
I've only lived in an apartment like once in my life. The rest of the time, I either rented a house or I lived in a house. Yeah. I don't know how you would manage kids in an apartment. I know people do it, like these heroes. I, I, I just don't know how you would do it. That would be tough. I'd yeah. be throwing them out the windows. I mean, I'd say, <laughs> get out of the house. But um, so my my view on Poway, it's going to look different in five years. There's oh, no yeah. doubt about it. For sure. Um, I think it'll get all worked out. But I don't think politics is the answer. I think economics is the answer. You're going to have to get those people in there so you can bring some businesses in. Mm-hmm. Will Poway be better in five years? Well, I'm going to contradict what I said. It was better in the 70s as far as the layout was, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to be back in the 70s, but if you want to live in the 70s, in the city, in the country, Poway is not the place to stay. That's going to change. Yeah. Well, I think that's that. It's done. Those horses have left the barn, as yeah. they say. Yeah. I'm, I'll tell you the biggest thing that disturbs me in Poway, and we don't. there's nobody has an answer to this, is these really shitty looking buildings that are empty. Mm-hmm. They just sit there and nothing gets done with them. Yeah. Like that one next to Lienzo Charo. That's yes. Been, that's the Horrible. classic. Because yeah. that is a good, that is a nice little chunk of property. Yeah. You have to scrape that thing off of it. But, yeah. And I don't. So let me back up a little bit. When I was with the chamber, before all these plans started, before I was running the chamber, this woman came in from the city. I think she was like a, I don't know if she worked for the city or she was just on this. They were showing us that plan, mm-hmm. right? And they were showing pictures and there was a couple of pictures where the sidewalks were all cracked and everything. And I said, whoa, 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 back up to that slide. She goes, what slide? I said, the sidewalk slide. So she backed up and I said, isn't that Powie's problem? Isn't that the city's problem? That sidewalk. Yeah. yeah. I said you got a trip hazard there, and you're you're tout, you're saying that all these people don't take care of their signs or their building and everything. And this is a great example of why they don't, because you don't do anything at the city. So I kind of got this lady's feathers yeah. ruffled up. I said you can't be don't be a pot calling the cattle black. I mean you got to go fix your stuff first and mm-hmm. then kind of come in. I wish there was something. And the sign rules. You guys were talking about signs last yeah. night. So half these signs are broken and everything else. I thought there was rules against that, but I guess the maybe political not. signs. No, no, no. Um, the signs, like for businesses. Tony was talking about a business that put a sign up and they would they made him take it down. Oh uh, yeah. Like if you put those signs up that go like this and they're like blowing the wind. Oh, those like they're like sails. Those are illegal in Poway, hmm. in certain malls yeah. and stuff. And they would come take them. Like they took my friends from a couple businesses. Like the the, the city officials would just seize them. And some there's some sign guy apparently or sign girl that goes around and takes signs off. Well, I know they do that to political signs. Yeah. So they kind of let it go during COVID, and then all of a sudden they stopped and kind of went back to the old rules. Mm-hmm. But if you go by that place next to Luenzo Charo, that's got a the signs broken. Everything's broken at that place. Yeah. So why can't you come in and say you got to at least mow the lawn, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> do yeah. something. Mm-hmm. Throw a coat of paint on it. That place has been empty now for at least fifteen years. Yeah. See, were you here when there was a Pizza Hut right there, right no. next door? Oh well, maybe that sounds a red familiar. Roof. Used to be a Red Roof Pizza Hut. Okay. And um, yeah, dude, when I when I start talking to you. <clears throat> I think of all these businesses that used to be there that, are, that don't exist anymore, but they don't exist anywhere. It's not like well, yeah, it's not like they're more they're, they're in Mira Mesa now or something. Well, they remember there was a toy store in uh, was it in the Creekside Shopping Center? One of them, and eventually that the people said, oh well, Walmart put them out of business, you know, because it was a mom and pop toy store. Do but you buy stuff from Amazon all the time? So do we. 
You know why? Because it works. It's a good business model. If you want to, you can sell stuff on Amazon. So all these small business owners, they're going to have to ship at times too. Yeah, yeah. You know, we don't have, no one comes out and puts gas in my car anymore. And I know they don't put gas in yours because there's no <laughs> gas, but no one comes out and does full service for me anymore because this doesn't fit the business model these days. So do you know that the U-Haul place used to be the bowling alley? That was a bowling alley in there. Really? Oh, yeah. That was the original Poway bowling alley, not Poway Bowl. Interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. If you go in there and you walk down in their storage units, those mm-hmm. used to be bowling lanes. Really? Yep. And the store, after that bowling alley, they opened the bowling alley and they moved it. That store in there was a toy store. Oh. We used to buy skateboard stuff there. Okay. Yeah. And you know where Walgreens is? Used to be- A uh, gas station. And a car wash. Yeah, it was Golden something, so right? Golden, yeah. Yeah, Golden State Gas. I remember that. Now, so let's- some of these older Poway people, would you rather have that be in a gas, that broken down shit gas station or a Walgreens? Yeah. Well, Walgreens. Of course. Yeah, of course. It's attractive. You can get medication there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a place to charge your electric vehicle there, too. And you can charge. <laughs> I just want to go there and like plug in my phone, just stand there. What are you doing? Just get charging my phone. You know, I, it, it, change is hard. We're going through a lot of change right now. And for a long time, it was kind of kept at bay. Poway was kind of quiet. There wasn't a lot going on for a while. I agree. And then all of a sudden, it's like the floodgates have opened and all this change is happening. And that could absolutely be the current council, right? How how long has Voss been in there? Since 2014. Okay. So that could absolutely be on him. But you know what? Y'all voted him in. Yeah. Somebody voted him in. Well, he he campaigned on stating that that this vision of transforming Poway Road, I'm going to do it. And he's doing it. Well, I wonder if it's the same vision he had before. Well, that's debatable. But for the longest time, it was just a lot of talk, and he's taking action. So, yeah, I think a lot of this is because of the leadership in the city. I will say something to Pete, though, about riding motorcycles. I could put a blindfold on and ride a motorcycle down Poway Road and tell you when I get into San Diego (laughs) the difference in roads. We got a ton more questions, but we're already at two, two hours. You good? Okay, let's let's take them. My wife. All I have to do is go talk to kids. <laughs> Are you okay? No, I'm fine. <laughs> okay, so let's see here. Where do we got a whole bunch of comments here? Um, where have we left off? Uh, here we go. This is from Steve Dallas, aka Mike Devine. Why did the city engineers allow the outpost to get so bad and not speak up? Are you in favor of the traffic studies that will add stoplights on Poway Road? Um. I'll say it this way. When they come to me, they, I mean, they don't have to come to me. I'm just a citizen. I was just a citizen. Whether I was running the chamber or not, I just had a job. And they say, hey, we did traffic studies and all this stuff's going to work out. I'm like, all right, good for you. Mm-hmm. you know, what am I? I'm not a traffic guy. doesn't seem to make sense, but they were going to put some driveways in and do some things to, to kind of divert traffic. I don't know. Who am I supposed to? I just believe them. Mm-hmm. That may be the most ignorant thing I've said today that I just believe the government. But who am I to say? I'm not a traffic guy. Mm-hmm. If they've said they've done the engineering and it, it pencils out, then they did the engineering and it pencils out. Mm-hmm. I'm not seeing a lot of that happening. But, of course, the Fairfield thing isn't done. There may be some drive. There were supposed to be some driveways in there that were going to divert traffic. And then there's somebody mentioned a stoplight. I never heard the stoplight thing. I heard that, thing. that they were going to have to put a stoplight so people could exit the Fairfield Project, and then turn left or go west well, on Poway Road. I hate stoplights. I'll tell you, they put that one in at Lowe's, and I used to live in Garden Road. Right. And it was just another pain in the ass stoplight. Yeah. 
And after one of your political candidates came on, I took my daughter to Maranatha and had to come back to Penasquitas. Mm-hmm. And I hit every light. <laughs> Don't you hate that? Every light it's, I hit, and I'm like, And it's usually oh when you're God. in a hurry, too. <laughs> well, that road's like 45 or 50, so you're not going 35 and slowing down. Oh, yeah. You're, you're starting to ramp up. And yeah. Everybody owns a Tesla over there. Yeah. So I'm trying to keep up with my Yeah, those damn electric car people, engine. yeah. And uh, <laughs> I'm shoveling coal in that Chrysler, and it's just not going as fast. Okay, so... Uh, so my answer is no, I'm not... I hate stoplights, but... They're going to have to do something, obviously, if enough people show up. Yeah, and hopefully they synchronize them. That's what we were talking to Tony last night about. So there could be some flow. I'll tell you one, Garden Road School, I was up seeing my sister in Sacramento, and and I had to go pick up her kids from school. I think we were watching them, actually, when they went on a vacation. And they had this light that would swing out during school exchanges, right? Really? And when it was done, it would swing back in. Wow. And I brought that up to the city council one time. I said, dude, I saw this light. This is badass. <laughs> I've never heard of such a and thing. And that would have been perfect to Garden Road, right? Because they had floral and Garden Road, and yeah. people would kind of race through. Yeah. But you could, it would actually electronically, you push a button and it swings out, acts like a stoplight, and then when school's, when everybody's gone, back in. That's a great idea. It was slick. And I think innovations like that would be awesome. Technology solves yeah. so many problems. Mm-hmm. So many. Um, uh, here's lovely kit, famous footwear. That's the name of the shoe store. See, she's my memory. Yeah, she's younger than us. This is like, yeah, it's like we're, it's like a game show here. Um, Delena Alps, I agree. Shop local. Our mayor should not be asking for where a good pizza shop is because his favorite place in RB closed. Well, <laughs> that's a part. Yeah, that's just stupid. Yeah, thing to say. I, I know that place. You know by what the I way. would never say? What? In that sentence. Yeah. If yeah. I was the mayor. Yeah. I'd be showing up at every local place I could show up. Absolutely. But I don't know. To be honest with you, no offense, Steve, or offense, whatever you want to take it. He didn't always say the surface things. He, he, needs, to, he needs to take a PR class, I think, sometimes. Mm-hmm. He tries uh, to be that, oh, I'm old cowboy. Yeah, well, people don't hear cowboy, dude. They hear ignorant things like that, unfortunately. Uh, Mike Ryan says, "Haha, put the battery in that hole." Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Mike is a is a is a car guy, no doubt about it. Also, I'll tell you a funny oh, thing when that yeah. um, when that rope water thing, whatever. Yeah, we went on this, um, and it was actually Steve Voss's um, thing. Eat local, tip big or something. Do you remember that tip? We had this. Well, that was during the COVID thing. Campaign. Yeah, yeah. No, not during COVID. This was this started the. Uh, this was during that rope thing. We had two campaigns that oh, we wait, did. Yeah. We did a shop local thing yeah. and then we did the big tip big. Yeah, I remember. We that. went out. We honestly, as a chamber member, I was going out to eat all the time. And we are not, mm-hmm. I told you already, we don't go out to eat yeah. very often. Not because we don't like the restaurants. We were watching our weight. There were other reasons why we yeah. didn't do it. But we probably ate out more in those two months. And, you know, I stuck to my what I said I was going to do, right? Mm-hmm. It was silly for me not to do that. And we were going out to lunch locally, and we're doing all those things. And I'm no angel, believe me, but I was trying to do my best to kind of yeah. – people are watching me. I better be yeah. you know, watching what the hell I'm doing. walk the walk, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, but anyways, man, Mike Ryan, by the way, he's a big Datsun Z fan. And, and he's really into it. And he's yeah. got some beautiful cars. Oh, I think I saw that on Facebook. I think yeah. he took a picture of one. So um, Delena Olp says, at the Hyundai dealership, there's a $7,000 upcharge for just buying in Poway. It was part of the reason they were not getting inventory during COVID. 
Um, you know, I went I there and talked to them about the Hyundai Ionic 5, which is one of the new EVs from Hyundai. And yeah, they wanted like a $7,000 upcharge but on top of MSRP. But I didn't see it as a Poway thing. I don't think it was a Poway thing. It because was just the marketplace. They have a Jeep out that, you know, I fantasize about buying cars. I want to get another Jeep. I had mm-hmm. a really nice Jeep for a long time. And they have a 392 Jeep out now. So they got a V8 and a Jeep Wrangler. Really? Mm-hmm. It's badass. Wow. $25,000 markup. <laughs> but you know crap. why? They're selling them. Well, yeah. I got news for you. If I'm in a business and I can mark up shit 25% or 30% and I can get and they'll buy it, well, yeah. I'm going to drive that Jeep. Right. Exactly. Um, that's just business. I mean, that's just the way things go. Um, mm-hmm. Because the supply chain has created a lot less, you know, supply of parts, and so cars are a lot tougher to get. So, um, it'll be, that stuff like that will re, it'll it'll go backwards a little bit. Uh, Mike Ryan says Poway will not be better in five years. Poway will be congested and crime riddled. Okay. Okay. I, I listen. We moved out of, San, out of San Diego because there was a guy running down the street with a knife hanging out of his stomach. And my mom said, that's it. We're moving. This was in 1974. Mm-hmm. Um, crime is always going to be around. And it's just numbers. You said it last night. More people, more crime. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be about the same percentage. These cops, I'll tell you, I've, I told you how bad the people drive in my neighborhood. I've never seen a cop pull anybody over over there. You know why? Because they don't have time to tra- traffic anymore. There's so many other things going on. Their hands are tied on so many things. I'm a big advocate of police, but and when we were kids, the sheriffs were all over the friggin' place. They bugged the hell out of us. But mm-hmm. you know what? The crime was really low too. Right. These guys cutting uh, uh, catalytic converters out of cars. If someone does that at my house, they're gonna they won't be able to drink water because it'll be leaking out of them. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> it's like an old Bugs Bunny right. cartoon. That's right. Bugs Bunny. I'll take it out on them. Um, yeah, I mean, you don't know. Um, I've Listen, we've seen areas. This happened to areas, right? When I was a kid, Kearney Mesa was nice. <laughs> People wanted to live there. Mm-hmm. Do you want to live in Kearney Mesa now? No. So I guess I, it's too bad, you know, because we can look back and say. But you can also, where did you grow up? Uh, San Francisco Bay Area. And was it a nice area? It was just kind of standard middle class. Is it now? It's It's way, way more expensive now. Yeah. Stuff changes. Just because the Silicon Valley has completely yeah. changed everything up there. Um, Yuri Bolin on the live stream. Um, they are cleaning it up, and I have heard it will be something soon. I think we're talking about the building next to Lienzo Charo. I think that's what he's referencing. Um, he goes on to say, I don't know for sure, but I heard through the grapevine, possibly a veterinarian. Um, that John says, that place is a Mike Foster building. I know he's either the owner or the commercial property wow. manager. Um Wow, there's just a lot of people here coming in. Yeah, Sean Carson says next to Lienzo Charo. Yuri says, I would vote for Walgreens myself. You know, Yuri works at that Walgreens. I know. I see him and I see his wife where she works too all the time when I was in the chamber. Mike Ryan says, his vision for a horrible one. The building off the road looks terrible. Which one? I don't know. I, again, the, the Oh, the hole? And again, the comments are coming in and we're not responding no, in real time. Right. So I'm not sure he's what He's probably talking to. about the hole with the... All that. See, I would have taken that wood down because it's getting moldy. Oh, it's would, yeah, yeah. It's they're gonna have to blow. I, so they all were that doing up. something yesterday there, though. I told you, I went down to lunch there, and someone was. They were opening the gate. Really? No, they could have just been going to finding their car keys. I don't know, but <laughs> there was two trucks there, and they were doing something. I think at this point, you may the city may have to get into their relief fund and just make it look different. Mm-hmm. So 
we know that in life, perception is a big deal. For sure. Right? Um, if, if the people in the office, the incumbents would have been smart, they would have done this two weeks ago and made this and made it easier on November 8th for themselves. Yeah. And that could have been, uh, you know, I don't know, hire a company to come in and just take that thing, thing down. You know how fast it goes down in an hour and a half. It goes, right. it takes six months, but it goes down in an hour and a half. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, I don't know. I don't know, dress it up like Halloween or something. I mean, there's a hundred things they could have done that would have been nice. They could put, I don't know, anything. If they just decorate it right now so people forget it for a minute, I don't know. Yeah. Again, that, I'm well, more of a marketing person. I would I would take in a marketing well, hopefully view it would, on that. Wouldn't it be great if the property owner would cooperate and do something like that? But, yeah, right oh. now it's just ugly. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Uh, uh, Mike Ryan says, I assume he means Voss's vision is a horrible one. Yeah, he goes on to correct that. Um, Mike Ryan says, Ed, you are down the street from me. Um, Because Mike Ryan, his family, they live off of Garden Road. Uh, But you're not, you're no longer. Yeah, I'm not now. Mm -hmm. Um, Delana Olp says, Poway Road's supposed to get like three more lights. Yeah, that'd drive me nuts. Yeah, that'd be brutal. uh, Delana says the light is a great idea. Keep our baby eagles safe. That's some Garden Road right there. Well, they uh, got to do something. I mean, in, in, I'll tell you, we're for you guys don't guys that didn't grow up here. Um, Twin Peaks and Espola, right? Yeah. When I was a kid, there was nothing there. No stop sign. No nothing. And mm-hmm. it was like rolling the dice, man. When you went through there, so the people coming down Espola or coming down from either way, yeah, were ninety to nothing, and you were like. <laughs> Right? Oh, no. I could I could picture that. Yeah. Well, some kid got killed. His last name was Brown. He got killed going to school. Oh, man. And they went, oh, shit, we should do something. I'm like, no kidding? Really? Yeah. Did we, no one stood here for five minutes and watched? Mm-hmm. And um, they put a stoplight in, excuse me, a stop sign. And now there's, of course, a stop sign there, but a stoplight. But, you know, I hate to agree. Not I don't hate to agree with Tony, but he said something last night. What's it going to take for somebody to get killed first before they do that? You know? Yeah, we're talking about Stone Canyon and Martin Coy. Yeah, and I don't really know that mm-hmm. intersection. Yeah, it's just down the road here from yeah. us. But it's a tr- it's a tricky one as well. Nothing like what you were describing Dude, in a small and Twin Peaks. You have different. trucks coming down that hill, and people are like, "Should I go? Should I?" And you talk about going to school. There's kids driving. Like I was a kid. Right? Yeah. It's hard enough getting out now with reflexes starting to you know go backwards <laughs> and not knowing how to drive and trying to do that. So right. um, that that Garden Road um, intersection, man, I've seen so many close calls at that. I started that dad's club. I told you, you saw my yeah, 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 yeah. And so I was at the school. I just walk my kids to school every day, mm-hmm. and I saw so many close calls at that place. Yeah, and people fly down that because street. the 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 uh, they used to have people out out there doing traffic. They're gone. They don't do traffic there to cross kids across? I don't across? think they do. You'd have to ask her, but I don't think they do traffic there anymore. Oh, that was a big, that was so important because, yeah, that's just No, like the a, kids do it by the school, but they used to have a gal at yeah, the Yeah, yeah, there was always a parent light, there, the like an adult. stop sign, yeah. No, really? I don't, I don't think they do it. Wow. I haven't been there in a couple wow. of years, but. Um, and uh, Steve Dallas, Mike Devine says, you need to synchronize all the lights in Poway. Yeah, that's for sure. Um Mike Ryan says Poway charges higher prices for vehicles. Always been that way. I got. I was happy with the deals I got. I don't know about that. Um, Steve Dallas, how hard is it to do ribbon cuttings for all new businesses when they open? People have suggested that some businesses get special treatment. I'll tell you that when I was chamber president, we would 
if a new member came, we would ask them if they want to do a ribbon cutting. Some did, some did not. Um, I did them on Saturdays. I did them at night. I did one on Sunday once. I always showed up, tried to get the board members there. Sometimes the city council would show up. Yeah. <clears throat> it was exciting for the business. The trip about being running the chambers, I would get people that, that – Join the chamber, and I knew they were going to be in our business in eight months, a year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just know. When I was at Pepsi, we would um, these salesmen would say, hey, "I got this new job." We'd go and put equipment in at this pizza place, and then six months later, we'd come take it out. Mm-hmm. And then three weeks later, they'd open another pizza place, and I'm like, "Why would that one work?" And the last one, you know, I, I went to this round. Were you the chamber president when they did the ribbon cutting ceremony for Chick Fil A? Yep, that yeah, was that, fun. That was a sensation, wasn't it? Yeah, it was cool. That guy's a cool guy, the owner. Yeah. And of course, all the you know people, all the council members showed up. Yeah, for that exactly one. what I'm saying. It was a it was a big to do. They had a chicken there. Said so that what they have a chicken? <laughs> oh, it's a cow. The cow. They had yeah. the cow there. Uh huh. That was pretty fun. Um, you know, listen, it was fun being chamber president. I was popular because I didn't. I never gave anybody bad news. Right. The politician gave bad news. I was right. a good news guy. Right. No one ever was mad at me, except the mm-hmm. board members, but I didn't care about them. So it was fun being that in that position, and I um, and I was good at it. We had a in the last five months of me doing that, we had over a hundred people at every mixer for five months. Oh, that's that's great. Had one hundred and eighty people at the Dodge dealer for a mixer for the pre rodeo mixer. That is awesome. Yeah, so we did some creative things, and I mean, I dressed, I put wigs on, I put beards on, I did commercials for Halloween, I did all kinds of shit. Because you know what? It was just fun for people. We got rid of all the emails and only sent them an email a couple times a month. I didn't bug the people, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I know how to grow those organizations. I know how to grow organizations like that. It's fun. Yeah, it I is. I have a good time doing that. So um, I think they're doing fine now. I don't know. I'm mm-hmm. not. I'm mad at them, so I'm not involved. <laughs> all right. Let's see what else. We have more comments. Delano Olp says, it's not at all the dealerships in Poway. Just was the Hyundai. Friend of mine worked at Moreno Valley Hyundai, and Jeeps are always top tier. They're fun. Um, I don't know anything about the car. I used to work in the car business 100 years ago, but I sold commercial stuff. Uh, Mike Ryan says the housing. I think he might be referring to a previous post there. He has by the barn across the street. I think he's just upset about, you know, the 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 Poway Commons and the, yeah. the former picnic and chicken, you know, El Armando's. So that used to be where they put those housing up on Terrascan across from Taco Bell, mm-hmm. across the street on the south north side. That was a bank forever. Yeah, and then it was abandoned, right? But that, that then it was, was um, then that guy that trainer moved in. I told you that trainer. What oh, was his it was name? Andy Parker. Andy Parker. Yeah, he was there for a while, and my, I think my mom banked there. I think Kit's mom banked there too, um, and it was nice parking lot. Was always taken care of, and I think actually I think it was a Security Pacific. Do you remember those? Yeah, Security yeah, Pacific. Yeah. yeah, really old time bank. It's like savings. And let me tell you, and- um, going back to the seventies and early eighties, the road looked like shit. By the way, no one kept up their buildings. There was no remodels of buildings. One of the councils started giving incentives for them to clean up things, and they did at um, what's the one where the Irish pub is. They refaced that whole place. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's next door to Walgreens. That kind of stuff I thought was awesome, right? Yeah. So they come in and they clean up everything and it looks... Um, yeah, that center looked really drab before mm-hmm. they did that. I remember that. Yeah, well, I remember when they had a hitching, actually had a hitching post outside. Yeah, I remember that too. That's where the the Irish pub is now. So it's- Harry used to own a bar, mm-hmm. a, a restaurant bar, dance place called uh, um, Whiskey Creek. 
Mm. And it was all called the Ivanhoe. And it was behind, it was where the Nissan dealers used cars are. Hmm. Kathy Peterson got married there. Oh, okay. Or that's like, a reception that's across the street, like across the little street from the main dealership, yeah. right? Yeah. So there was a restaurant bar there for mm-hmm. a long time. Oh, wow. Another, it was a decent restaurant. Harry Mainstream guy owned it. Oh, he started it. I didn't know that. Yeah. He's been he's been in town forever. I didn't know that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And we could walk home. If we had too much to drink, we could walk home to Garden Road. <laughs> and it actually happened a couple times back. Back in the good another, old days. Yeah. Um, Delano Ope says, Voss is the only incumbent right now. Uh, but I agree. Someone should do something, though. Um, and I think we're talking to there about, yeah, yeah, they still have a crossing guard. So I think she's oh, okay, she's I'm referring glad. to the traffic at Garden Road. Someone needs to do something to no, I'm slow glad people they had down. That crossing, because they had the kids there, and they also had a parent with a sign there for a long time. And then yeah. it went away, and maybe they're back now. Yeah. These kids don't know. I mean, they don't look, right? Yeah, they're they're fourth and fifth graders yeah. doing that, right? I mean, that yeah. you, you need an adult. And the parents there. will drop them off in bad places. I get mad at that at the school by our house. They just drop them off in the middle of the street. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Given the kids, it's like the kid does it. It's like a uh, Mario Brothers. They have to dodge cars. <laughs> like Frogger. Yeah. <laughs> um, Pete Neal says, just today I took a drive through the housing in Poway Commons with my 360-degree camera. Oh, that's cool. He, he mounts it on the top of, his, of Calypso, his Corvette. I'll share it with you on John Riley Project's Facebook page when it's done. This is so you can take a look around yourself. Oh, that's cool. That'll be a good video. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Mike Ryan says, didn't Tony used to own that Irish pub? No, he owned O'Harley's, which is in the Walmart shopping center. Right. Yeah, Tony Russo did. So I just met the guy that owns that pub at the Poway Alumni Golf Tournament. Rob Goforth. Yeah, he came up to me, and we started we started talking, and he goes, yeah, I own that pub. I said, I've been thrown out of your bar, actually. <laughs> after. Yeah, Rob's a good guy. Yeah, he's nice. Yeah. He said to come in, I'll go on the season. And I do remember his name was Rob. Yeah. He was super nice, and I don't know if he went to Poway, but... Um, he was there playing with somebody. He's, he's very. I remember him from Poway National Little League, and he's got two uh, twin sons. Yeah, and I'm not sure if he has any other children, but yeah, he's a great guy, big sports guy. Yeah, seems real and nice. He owns a number of uh, similar pubs uh, around town. He's a young guy. Yeah, he's younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, Delano Alp says, but they do need something because so many people just blow through that area sometimes. They do. People have asked for speed bumps on Garden Road or a light-up crosswalk. Those are a good idea. We see a lot more of those. They seem to work. Um, Steve Dallas, ha-ha, the good news guy. That's Mike Devine. So that's yeah. his, that's his uh, fake name, uh, just so he can you know bypass places that are banning him on Facebook. Um, and Yuri Bolin, yeah, I've known Rob since 1993. So, yeah, I'm not Rob Gopher. So it's funny. I'm glad you do, Yuri. When when someone puts a year down like that, and in my mind, that doesn't seem very long ago. I agree, but that's you, like 30 years ago. Yeah, and they people go, "Well, when did you graduate high school?" I'm like 80, and they're like, "Oh my god!" And I'm like, <laughs> "Totally true." Yeah, 1993. So I I had that was my fifth child was born. Wow. Yeah, so when he when he says that I in my mind doesn't click fast enough. Yeah, you end up doing the I'm math. Like, oh, that's not that long ago and then I'm like, "Oh shit. Yeah, she'll be 30 so pretty soon here." Yeah, Yuri says uh yeah, from Carmel Mountain Irish Pub. That's another one that Rob owns. Is the one right so by So I was talking uh, the, to him about that. And I don't I didn't think he told me he owned that one. Yeah, I know does. where that one is. Yeah, it's right by the um the that Italian restaurant. Yeah, the Olive Garden and yeah. you know, the Bevmo. There's that one little Italian restaurant in the corner, it's really good. Um super good. Which one? 
In Carmel Mountain? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's a hole in the wall on the end of that thing, and it's inside seating and outdoor seating. I, not, I know exactly what you're talking about. I okay. live over there now, so. Okay. Yeah. Well, it used to be the Luna Grill used to be there, right? Yeah, that's, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. And then they opened up the one right next to the, the, the shoe store. No, this is called Cafe Luna. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the and other was, place is Luna Grill. This is called Cafe Luna. And it was like a white tablecloth restaurant, if I remember. Yeah, but I think they're having some issues. I don't know. Okay, well, Rob owns Kinda the Irish that. pub that's right there. Oh, see, I didn't think, I, did, I thought I asked him that, but mm-hmm. then there's another one at, well, never mind. It's yeah, so Delena, this is great. We're all having a fun conversation amongst yeah. ourselves. So Delena Ope says, yeah, Cafe Luna. That place is good. Pete Neal says, here is the link to the Commons video. Okay. Well, great. Th- thanks for sharing that. And then, you know, we'll, we'll share that as well on, on Facebook. So that gets a, a post all to itself. Yuri Bowling, Cafe Luna. So I'm having fun. You having fun? I'm having a great time. Just as soon as we get that vodka out. And you guys are all invited <laughs> to come over, too. The gate code is I, I just know. kidding. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. So, um, yeah. We, that, you know, we, that'd be fun, actually. Listen, have, John, like, a happy hour. Po- it's kind of got to this point in my life where I just I don't really want to argue anymore. Yeah. I, I took a job as a sales manager once recently, actually, about 2014. And I said, look, here's, here's how it's going to happen. First of all, I'm not changing anything. We're all going to do exactly what you're doing right now. I'm just trying to figure out how I can help you guys sell more stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So I get paid more. It's just selfish. I, I want more money too. Win-win. Second thing is, is I was married twice uh, before I met my wife now, and I don't want to argue anymore. I don't want to argue with kids. I don't want to argue with the lady at the grocery store. I don't want to argue anymore because there's just nothing good comes out of it because I'm going to say something. I said something on my podcast the other day. I said, if you challenge me, and start to get me irritated. I'm going to say something that you're not going to believe could come out of anybody's mouth, and it's really going to hurt your feelings. And yeah. and I'm not going to mean it to be mean, but to end the argument, I'm going to say something you're not going to like. And it could be about your mom. It could be about a lot of different things. I'm just right. telling you. Mm-hmm. So I would just rather not argue. There's a solution to everything. Um. <sighs> I don't like the fact that I have to say I don't. I have to agree with Mike Ryan and say I don't think Poway's going to be great in five years. I hate that because it was a great place to grow up, and it. We talked before the before we started that it took a long time, and then all of a sudden, it's like we just fell off the end of a cliff, and now it's like oh shit. Yeah. So when they did start this all this building after I was in the chamber. I was surprised that I'm like, okay, well, that makes sense because they said, and then, whoa, when's that, why is that going? Well, shit, that's going up too at the same time. Mm-hmm. And I had said to the guys, I told you, what you, why you couldn't have staggered this a little bit? I mean, it's, is this kind of a take the medicine now and get it over with kind of thing? But it's going so fast, you almost don't even have time to correct the mistakes, mm-hmm. right? Have you ever been doing something, working in the garage, working with your kids or something? You go, hold on a second. Hold on. Hold on. We got to rethink this. This isn't working. Oh, yeah. Right? Do you do that all the time in your life? Yeah. Or at work, I've had to do that. I've been in situations and I'm like, you know what? I'm an idiot. You you guys were right. I should (laughs) have listened to you in the first place. You're right. Scrap what I said. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you take charge of that. I mean, I've had to do that. I don't mind doing that. I'm not insulted by that. But we're not doing that, right? We're not saying, hold on a second. Mm -hmm. It doesn't... Feel like we're doing that in Poway. Like when that when they hit water and all that, and they said, "Look, we can't build on this." I would have went, "Oh shit! <laughs> what are we gonna do now, dude?" I don't know. Well, hold you guys hit the water. Are you gonna figure out how to fix this? 
Because the thing is, even if you decided, you know what, we're going to fill it back up and then build a building on top of the dirt, right? Let's mm-hmm. just say they did that. Yeah. Have you ever known anybody that's filled in a swimming pool? When you fill in a swimming pool, you have to drill holes in the swimming pool. You have to get a permit to do this, by the way. Hmm. You're supposed to. <laughs> and you you put dirt in the pool, and you got to keep packing it down. Pack, 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 until like you squeeze all the crap out of everything, right? Mm-hmm. So you can put something on top of it. If they fill that hole up, if they go just find a bunch of dirt somewhere and start filling it up, it's going to take, I don't know, I mean, Mike, you decide two years to make that thing buildable yeah, again. Yeah, because it's got to settle. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I hear you there. We do live in an earthquake country, by the way. That's why mm-hmm. they don't build buildings out of brick. Mm-hmm. Anybody you've seen build a building out of brick, they're from another. They're from Chicago, and they didn't get a permit, right? <laughs> brick will work. No, they won't. Not in California. We mm-hmm. don't know. Um, and if you've ever looked at I had 2,500 square feet of concrete poured when we did that remodel stamped concrete and it cracked you know why it cracks because earth moves yeah doesn't crack because i dropped something on it Mm -hmm. it cracks because the earth moves so that that's i'm that irritates me that hole i can almost live with the buildings Mm -hmm. with the hole with the mold and the i'm like shit man you know how much trash is probably in there that people just come by and throw Um, in yeah it's got to be bad it's got to be bad yeah um, okay, just take a couple more, and then let's let's wrap up this bad boy. Okie doke. Okie doke. We'll have to do this again. Yeah, this we is... should do it with vodka. I did a couple. Uh, <laughs> this is a funny fun. thing. When COVID started, we did a couple happy hours on, um, and I did a Facebook live. Yeah, and I never, I wasn't drunk or anything, but I, I was funny. Well, I thought I was funny. Yeah, <laughs> probably not. That's how I am Maybe when I'm drinking weren't. too. And they were a blast, dude. So we'd yeah. have, and I'm like, what are you guys drinking? And they'd hold up their drinks. And, you know, we yeah. had like 16, 20 people on those podcasts. And it was on the, uh, I did a couple live Facebooks. That sounds fun. Yeah. It that really cool. does. We should do that. A lot see, safer. I didn't have to drive home or anything. Let's see. There's a couple more comments here. Um, and uh, Mike says, sorry, Ed, but I have concerns about the growth. I love this town. That's Mike Ryan. Yeah. Well, yeah. And um, he, he's younger than us. He has kids in school, right? Uh, in college. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Delena Olps uh, says, and there's lots of mistakes happening. I think we need to evaluate Bob Manis. Who is he? I'm not sure. Tony mentioned him last night. Yeah. I should have I've asked heard his him. name a hundred times, yeah, but I don't too. really know who he is. Yeah, who's Bob Manis? She'll um, tell us. Um, Delena goes on to say, also, many people warned them they were going to hit water table. They just didn't listen. I know Delena's husband, Chris Olps, warned them. Pete Neal warned them. And I didn't give it two thoughts because I thought they um, – I, I don't know. I figured they knew, knew what they were doing, right? Yeah, you assume that. I had a um, – when I when we remodeled that house, I went to the city before I did anything. Right, didn't even we we're just talking about it, and I said, "Hey, how many footings do I have to put in to put a second story on my house?" Mm-hmm. And the person at the permit place says, "Well, your your footings right now can hold one roof and one floor, and your bottom floor doesn't count, right? Because you just have walls sitting on the footings." Mm-hmm. I'm like, "Well, shit, this is going to be easy." Mm-hmm. So I hire an architect. He does the drawings, and he says you got to get a structural guy. So I hire a structural guy. It's only a couple grand to do it. Comes back nineteen footings in the house. 
some of them three by three by three feet, mm. right? Three by three by three feet. I'm like, why? He says, I'll tell you why. Because if we, if they come and do a soil test on your house and it fails, you're screwed. You're not going to get this house, a stick done in this house for six, eight, ten months. So he says, for the price I'm charging it, and footing, cement was cheap at the time. So what is a footing? So when you put a, uh, like that beam right there. Yeah. Is sitting, there's a footing underneath that beam. Oh. Right? So there's a big piece of concrete in the ground, and they put a beam, and that beam's on that it's, okay, and there is a piece of concrete over there. Yeah, yeah, it's nailed to the top of that. Oh, I didn't know that. And that's how they can put your roof in. Ah. So I was familiar with this from different, being in construction, right? Mm-hmm. So um, so they had to – like 19 footings had to go in this house. And it was – but like I said, concrete was relatively cheap. And uh, so my buddy comes over the carpenter. He's like, who the hell told you to do that? I said, my structural guy. He says, I've seen three-story apartment buildings that don't have footings as big as you're putting in. But I'll tell you what, the house, if, any, if we ever had an earthquake, my place was a house to go to. Right. So I was in crane business. You know what, those big tower cranes with the thing? Oh, yeah. So what they do is they put a big piece of metal in the ground, and they pour concrete in it, in the ground. Mm-hmm. Right? And that's where – and then the, so the, the, then they have these bolts sticking out of the ground. They bolt – so like, like a uh, – what do they call those? A rector set. A rector set. Yeah. And they start bolting that to that thing, mm-hmm. right? And they put that tower crane up and they do all the work. Yeah. Then they come back and they take it apart and they just cover the concrete. Yeah. So where every tower crane has been, there's a big piece of concrete in the ground. For, for the – that the crane was on. We could fill the hole. Yeah. Well, where the piece when or I, the footings the cross, are right, so it's just the footings footing. they put down to go all the way down to the bedrock. Isn't that kind of the the idea? I'm not sure about that, yeah. but probably. But for some of those bigger buildings, so we could fill it up with concrete, the whole thing. And what's concrete now? Bucks of sand, just some math, because a zillion dollars yeah, would cost pretty much. <laughs> um, Kit Uh-oh. Franklin, here. Uh, be careful here. Um, if if you need oh. <laughs> a DD, you know how to get a hold of me. My wife does not drink, so she always offers. Look, if you drink, I'll come get you. Okay, I'm not drinking, Bev. I'll be home. Yeah. <laughs> and then Mike says, "I'm 51." Okay, so. Oh, so yeah, I thought he was a little younger than that, but um, I, and the, here I was going to be a smart ass and go. I don't have to worry about it, right? That's kind of a smart ass thing mm-hmm. to say. Is I don't like where Powie's going. I don't have to worry about it. Because mm-hmm. you know what? At this point, I'll move somewhere. You know. You're going to be moving soon. So yeah. Well, hopefully it's nearby. Um, John Carson. You know, John Carson was a candidate in 2018, and he came here. We did a podcast episode, mm-hmm. and we've been talking about having just a music podcast. Oh, that'll so, be fun. But now he wants to do music, vinyl, drinking podcasts all at the same time. I'm, I'm yeah. all on board. That'll be fun. Yeah. See, we need to have some fun in life, right? Yeah. This... Uh, Busy shit. I've been busy for a long time. It's kind of fun just to kind of hang Let's out. Let's schedule that. Because, I, 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 John, we've I'm been in. talking about doing that. And, Ed, we get you. And, and I've got, like, a third microphone. We can make this work. So, um, all right. So, Kit says, it was a great place to grow up and for our kids and grandkids. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Poly. So, we, our kids, we only have uh, our grand, our, the grandkids we had in Poway just moved to Temecula because mm-hmm. they could buy a house. Mm-hmm. So we don't have any kids in Poway now. Uh, we have one, one, a daughter and a son-in-law and a granddaughter, but they live in like Saber Springs. Mm. So they just all moved out of Poway. Yeah, I don't have expensive. anybody in the Poway. I mean, the median anymore. home price in Poway. What is it? It's got to be like that's yeah, huge. Well, it's eight hundred thousand, or is the median for the San Diego County? So Poway's got to be a little higher than that, right? Yeah. 
crazy. Um, director of development. Yes, yeah, so that's Bob Manis is the director of development. Um, Delenis oh. is the director of economic development. So well, the director of economic development was Craig Ruiz. He mm-hmm. just left. Is that the new guy? Uh, maybe. Okay. I don't know. Um, Mike, <coughs> I just Mike talked to him the other day. Mike Defiance says at least two years. Right. That's to pack down that hole. Oh, to pack down the hole. Two years. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. At least two years. And, yeah. And, and then you talk about uh, money to come. Because if they're, well, first of all, if you're building homes on it, it's not a good idea for it to fall over. Yeah. I'm just saying that as a non-engineer. Yeah. So then what do you put on it, right? I mean, you'd be better off right now filling it up with, I don't know. So you could probably put rails from the side. I don't even know what you'd do. That's that's the that's the frustrating one for me. And I'd love to have the city council explain that to everybody, but I'm, I'm sure they will during this election. Well, I guess they're not because they're done, right? They're done talking. They're waiting until November 8th. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, yeah. So uh, Mike goes on to say, do you think the city is caving to state demands or the improvements are a city-driven effort based on the water system failure? I think all of those things could be a situation. I think we're in a state – well, listen, I know he's not 25 years old. He's been in a state long enough to see it go to, to decline, right? Mm-hmm. It's becoming a different place than where my parents moved to in 1962 when I was born. Um, I love California. I grew up in San Diego. I grew up in Poway. I but the state is obviously in a little bit of yeah. state of flux, right? Yeah, a lot of things have changed. But I think to, to this point, I think one of the, the arguments that was made to install or to build all that housing was to generate more property tax revenue because the city, you know, they need to improve their financial condition. And if they have to make this huge investment in this well, water system. 100%. You know, they're going to – it's about bodies. It's about getting bodies in here. You can't – All right. Hey, Delena's in. She's going to drink with us. Come on, man. All right, here we go. We better get (laughs) up. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I'm going to get Kit a bus to take us all home. Yeah. And then Mike. It's all about, listen, it's all, (laughs) is it such a stretch that it's all about money? It's all about getting bodies in here. Here's, Here's what rich people problems. I'm rich and I live in California, but I need poor people to do a bunch of stuff for me, right? Mm. So they, it's as crass and as gross as that sounds. Isn't that true? Right, we need rich people. Uh, rich people need poor people to do stuff for them. Yeah, it's a horror. I mean, I'm not a socialist by any means, but that's why socialists get pissed. Yeah. So it's all about the money's always got to win. It's the golden rule. The one with the rule, gold makes the rules. It's mm-hmm. always going to be like that. It's been like that since the beginning of time. We have to just find our place to fit in. Well, it's with the whole political thing. It's always follow the money, right? Of course, of course. Um, so Mike Ryan's looking for some fun too. So I mean, we can this whole podcast we can, have, to, we can go crazy with this. We should have Rob give us his bar. We'll do it down there. Yeah, we'll do a live stream from the bar. That'd be fun. Yuri Bolin says Sacramento is the main problem, not just Poway, but the whole state. Yeah, just study and that's that. a big part of Yuri's platform for uh, Poway Mayor. Um, Delena says, "Did you all know that Bob Manis was hired after making a major state mistake in San Diego? He approved buildings too high and had to have it demoed." Why isn't he being watched for his mistakes? Did he have anything to do with that? So you remember that you brought it up that uh, by the airport, that yeah, my building? Montgomery Field. Yeah, All right. So what happened? We we were on that job. We were HVAC mm-hmm. selling to the con- HVAC contractor, and we had to take. They put all that stuff up. We had to take it off so they could cut the. So that guy got a signed permit. 
from San Diego. So he mm-hmm. built the building. Mm-hmm. And the FAA came in and said, no, we're bigger than them. We're the government. They're not. They're yeah, local people. Federal versus local. So he was an attorney, and he tried to sue all those, and he lost, right? Yeah. They ended up taking that 12 feet off of that thing. Um, But I don't know if he's the – I don't I don't know. I'm going to look him up when I get home because I think um, – I know Craig Ruiz was economic development person in Poway, and I think he just left like a month ago. So mm-hmm. this is he's probably doing something else or similar. Um, but by the way, I've worked at jobs where they hired idiots uh, that we knew were where they were uh, documented idiot. <laughs> this never happened to you? No. Yeah. Yeah. Some they hired somebody. You just really seriously hired this asshole. He's from the other company. Mm-hmm. You think he's going to get better? No. But it's usually married to someone's sister or something. Who knows? Right. Yeah. Mike Ryan says, yeah, that'd be fun. And uh, Neil says, Calypso and I will be the designated driver, $25 a person. So, see, there you go. Money, money again. Money talks, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let, let's wrap this up. All right. Let's do it. Because uh, I got to get some stuff done. But yeah, I, thanks. Thanks oh, for joining. I had a great time. Um, yeah. You know, I... I was just telling somebody, I don't get a chance to talk to many people because we don't have as many events and I'm not involved in an organization right now that has those events. So, I mean, I think I've, over the years, I've, I've gotten pretty easy to get along with, right? Not so hard to, I won't argue with you. I just won't argue with you. Yeah, you don't. If you have an opinion, that's fine. I mean, everybody's got an opinion here. Everybody's at a different stage of life too. Totally. People with younger kids are thinking, God, where are we going to go in 10 years? I'm like, I'm not. I still am raising kids, but they're a little bit more mobile, right, than my than I had all those kids at home. Right. And I have different desires and wants and what I want to look at and what I want to go. And, you know, I stay in – I'm at home a lot. Mm-hmm. We pay a lot of money to rent this house. I like being in it, you know. We don't go to bars. I don't go dancing. My wife would like that to change. <laughs> I don't do a lot of the things that I used to do. I'm not slowing down. I still go to the gym. The gym mm-hmm. that I go to is close. Um, so, you know, when you're in a different stage in life, Poway looks different, right? I don't have to move back to Poway. You guys already live there. So you're going to have to deal with what you got. Mm-hmm. Um, I lived there for a long time. Like I said, I thought it went slow and then it kind of right off the side of the cliff, but, um, it's still a great place to go. Look at the school district, all the mess they're in with money and all this shit. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, they were saying how great a school district it is. Is it really? If you can't even, you know. A whole other podcast, but yeah, they, they, that's a great school district. There. Let me tell you, I had really good students, some of my kids, mm-hmm. and some shitty students. It wasn't the school district. It was my kids. Right. It was my fault. It was our fault. It was me not keeping my eye on the ball sometimes. Sometimes it's our fault past parents and things like that. Yeah. That yeah. we don't do as good a job. And I had different jobs. Some jobs I was traveling. Some jobs I wasn't traveling. I put a lot on Kit. Kit stepped up. But, you know, you can only do so much. Just mind your own business and you know, take care of your kids the best way you can. The city will not fix your problems. The state will not fix your problems. And the government, federal government, will not fix your problems. So get out there, overcome those limitations. Watch my podcast. If yeah. you want to be on my yeah. podcast, write this down, edfranklin.nolimits at gmail.com. That's my email if you want to be on the podcast. We can bring John around. I can bring vodka, whatever you want to do. <laughs> And um, But if you do go to YouTube and watch one of my podcasts, please subscribe to the channel and you'll see them coming out. So some of them are funny, some of them are serious, some of them are motivating. So uh, come on and see. I'm trying to find my stroke in life, too, at 60 years old. So Right on. 
Well, thanks, Ed. You're welcome. Thank and, you for having me. And thanks, everyone, for uh, sticking with us on the live stream. Really appreciate your support. That was support. awesome. It was so much. Uh, we had a lot of comments. I appreciate you guys doing that. Yeah, all good. There's a couple more. Let's no, go. Answer them sneak quick. them in yeah. before we can? Why not, huh? Here we go. Because like, I know I want to give everyone their, their piece here. And uh, Okay. So Delenna's calling shotgun on Calypso. <laughs> uh, Mike Ryan says, take care, guys. Great job. Yuri Bolin, great show. Great guys. Delenna, oh, there's oh. only shotgun. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, Calypso. You have to be sitting on someone's lap if, you're, if there's two of you. Okay. All right, we're out. We'll see you folks later. Bye-bye. Thanks, guys. If you enjoyed today's show, do me a favor. Subscribe and then share it with a friend. Or leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. Let's continue the conversation on social media. Go to connectwithjohnny.com to get links to our social media content, audio podcast platforms, and to sign up for our mailing list. To be a guest, read my blog, or get more information, please visit johnreillyproject.com to get started.